Welcome to another episode of the Grappling With Life podcast. Before we go on, please go ahead to the subscribe button, smash the subscribe button. Actually, you know what? I want you to Kimura the sub- subscribe button. I want you to armbar the no- notifications button. Right now, I'm waiting. You done? Okay, cool. So today, we've got um, a guy who, by the way, he's dressed today, chops down trees, but he doesn't. <laughs> Not a lie, yeah, I do have a lumberjack look. Uh, he's got that lumberjack look. Uh, we've got, uh, can I call you a doctor now yet? Uh, not a doctor yet. Not no, a doctor yet, okay. No. So Nasir Udin, in bracket Dr. Nasir Udin, uh, concussion, uh, I would say, expert. Yeah, I'm going to call you expert. I can, I can call you expert, yeah. Uh, concussions researcher with the University of... Uh, St. Mary's University. St. Mary's University. Yeah. Um, welcome back. You came in. It was, I think, episode five, seven, eight. One <laughs> of them. Ten. The early ones. <laughs> so you came in early on, yeah, like yeah. 2000. And different setup. And yeah, different day. setup. Yeah. And then people were all angry because we were talking about being bored for like 10 minutes. No, nah, man, I think they loved that. Did they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. one comment. Uh, can you bring up that comment, bruv? <laughs> what's, what's the comment? Let me bring up the comment, bruv. It was more d- directed to me, bruv. Oh, is it? Yeah, not you. It was me. Uh, Why are you guys say? talking about being bored? Because obviously it's a yeah, special yeah. club, isn't it? Yeah. And we're actually talking about yeah, being bored cool, again right yeah, now yeah, just yeah. by bringing it up. Literally. But um, so Nasir, how you been? Now? I'm delighted. Man. I can't complain. Good stuff. Good. Yeah. So um, obviously it was March, I think, May, March, almost a year, o- over just mm. over a year, right? Since you've come, yeah. Yeah. So we started yeah, yeah, in March. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're in April, May. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So talk to us a little bit about what you've been up to in that whole year, bro. Oh, man. Because you kind of, you know what happened? He came and done this podcast and he just ghosted us for a whole, yeah. like, until, <laughs> until three weeks ago. I haven't heard from him, bro. <laughs> so yeah. what's been happening, man? Um, yeah, quite a lot, actually. So, um, yeah, last time we spoke, I was I was working at London Met. Yeah. Um, so I'm not I'm not there anymore now, uh, well, as of, as of June. Um, I'm joining Queen Mary's University in, well, they're normally in Stepney and Mile End, but the... I mean, will be in Whitechapel. Okay. Um, but as a researcher, so uh, it's quite a new initiative. But they're they're looking at the the southeast and southeast Asian population, and they want to understand why there's potentially a higher risk factor for disease like diabetes, cardiovascular disease, um, stroke, and so on. And while the simple answer will be bad food, yeah. Um, they're they're looking at you know what are the potential genetic risk factors. So they're looking to recruit over a hundred thousand. Uh, Southeast Asians to look at their genomes and then my job is to come in and then look at their so when you get your genotype you look at the phenotype which is you know potentially expressions in blood in their physical characteristics and you know the the state of their organs so yeah my job is to do that bit which is stage two okay so so I'm kind of leaving lecturing for for now so you're in the lab now yeah either in the lab or in the clinic so less analyzing but more taking of the data itself okay right, right right um so yeah, that's that, and uh, yeah, cracking on with trying to finish the PhD. And what's um, going on with this PhD, man? But how 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 long does it normally take to finish? Right, so, so a part-time PhD takes about six to eight years. Oh, okay. but a full-time one takes about three years. But because because I'm balancing working almost full-time, mine is technically supposed to be six years. Charlotte four goals. Well, how long? When did you start it? Started in uh, February 2019. Okay, so we're coming up to like what three years? Yeah, three, three to four years. Yeah. 
if we count COVID as a year, then yeah. it kind of knocks it out. But I'm, I've, I've not let it. Like, thankfully, I've not let it knock it out because we've still been busy yeah. doing some doing some alternative forms of research, which I'll talk about soon, inshallah. But um, yeah, and just in that period of time, I managed to like nab a visiting kind of research position where I get to go to Oxford for the past month, and I've just been like at a lab there that combines some of the work that I do at the moment, which is brain stimulation but they combine brain stimulation with neuroimaging like MRI yeah yeah um, so yeah I'm visiting there basically for the past few weeks just trying to see what they do over there and get to sick better understand that so you've been busy and you moved the house as well yeah yeah, 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 you settling in? yeah yeah it's not not bad uh, it's a it's a big change to go from Olgic to, to Barking so yeah, what's Barking like man so is it is it Barking Barking or is it that outside of bar- like it's, it's a weird one. So it's, it's it's quite close to the station. So when you get to the station, you regret all your life decisions. Yeah. As you as you kind of go towards more the residential roads, you're like, okay, you know, this is what I came here for. You know, yeah. like that. There's that family vibe. There's that, you know, everyone kind of gets along with their neighbours vibe, that kind of thing. But it's your commute to work that reminds you of Barking yeah. in itself. So what do you mean when you say that? Because <laughs> there might be people from Barking listening, isn't it? <laughs> If you're from Barking, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. There's no one that ever says Barking Station's cool. I love that area. Um, Obviously, that investment hasn't got to the... Uh, the gentrification hasn't got there, has <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, the gentrification's happening, and it's happening yeah, right... because a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, like, there are... The back parts of the station near the Asda now, you don't even recognise it being Barking anymore. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it might help, might not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Inshallah, man. That's good, yeah. man. So I guess before we got, uh, before we started filming, we were talking about YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I thought we'd just pick that just to kind of, before we get into the, you know, the deep <laughs> yeah, yeah, sciencey yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And um, what were we talking? We are talking about like getting views and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, we're looking yeah, back yeah. at our, our views since you came yeah. and like what people watch and what people don't watch. And then we start getting into kind of... Um, like what? What is your like? Because everyone, what's what's funny is um, you don't realize you you if if you look at your life yeah and how in- technology impacts it yeah mm-hmm. so from when you wake up to when you go to sleep, um, like how does that impact you with your daily stuff? So I will just give you an example from uh, from my line of work yeah. So I come in, I, I come into the office, I turn on the computer. The first two, the first thing I do is open up YouTube. That's literally the first thing I do, yeah. Yeah. And um, sometimes, like for example, when you're coding or you're looking for, like always, yeah. it's it's crazy how much free information you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there are certain YouTubers in my niche that I follow mm-hmm. and I subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I was thinking to myself, like, because for our channel, I think what would make someone subscribe? to this podcast yeah, yeah like what is it I still haven't figured it out yeah. does that make sense yeah, yeah, yeah like when we first started it was like okay we're gonna have a conversation yeah um, hopefully we'll keep you entertained f- when you're doing some mind numbing work mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. or maybe you're going for a drive or whatever it is mm-hmm. um, so for yourself yeah like talk us through your YouTube because uh, I heard some nerdy stuff come out your mouth <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so guys like, so what would you do when you get in the office yeah or the lab yeah. Are, are you even allowed to use YouTube? No, so technically speaking, <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't been using YouTube in the lab, I promise. Uh, nah, um, Why not though, man? It's, yeah, I mean, it depends what kind of work you do in the lab. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Certain people that are in like wet labs a lot of the time, 
it's it's mundane work that you need to do in so wet lab is blood and yeah, stuff, so, yeah. so you're dealing with the data analysis for like yeah. bloods and stuff like that a lot of the time you're in these you know secure environments where you don't have many people yeah um protective gear and all that kind of stuff so a lot of the time you you kind of put your headphones in and just yeah. crack on so what do you um, listen to yeah, so so in, in in that situation, you'd probably listen to a podcast or okay. you'd have a playlist of certain things that you enjoy. And then, so what podcast do you listen to? Obviously, yeah. apart from this one, <laughs> that you listen to it religiously every week, isn't it? I, I, don't, ironically, I don't be actually ca- be careful. Podcast. Be careful what you say. I actually don't listen to podcasts as much at the moment. <laughs> no, I'm joking. And, but I, I, I okay, what kind? Apart from this one, yeah, which yeah. I know obviously you listen yeah. to, yeah, yeah, just for <laughs> branding purposes. What podcast would you listen to? Um. So, so, so the niche topics around, I guess, like for, for me, a lot of them tend to be like really specific areas of my research. So, okay. um, you know, so someone that talks about, you know, recent Shut them up, bro. Shut them up. So, yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to think. So there's, um, I think there's there's one that kind of is, I think it's called Hydration Science and they, they talk about different rehydration strategies. So I don't know must when have the like free, run free listeners, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. That's a good point. I'm joking, I'm I actually joking. don't know. Yeah, hydration what? I, I think it's called Hydration Science or the name of that particular podcast I listened to yeah. or that, that topic for the, the week was probably called Hydration yeah. Science. But I, I can't remember the exact... That's the other thing as well. I, I don't religiously follow like one... one per, oh, yeah. I'll find a specific topic or I might follow that Did you individual. say specific, bro? <laughs> Did he just say specific? No, specific. He said specific, didn't he? No, no, no. When I'm working in labs, I say specific. Specifically, yeah, you know this line? I heard, I heard specifically. Specifically, yeah? That's the all get coming out, bro. Listen, you can't slip here, bro. Go, go. Yeah, I'm not allowed these. Before we carry on, bro, you got broccoli on the side of your tooth. Do I? Yeah. All right, go to my camera. It's not broccoli, bruv. No, it's, it's, it's broccoli. coriander, fam. It's coriander. You take it yeah. out, bro. It's, it's showing. No, on the other side. This side. Yeah. All right. Get it off my, my face while I get out. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Is it gone? Literally. Let me see. Turn that way, and then and then. Nice there. Uh, broccoli, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why you to say. Ah, oh, you didn't tell me. Yeah, I'm glad you told me. Uh, Sorry. Pe- people are telling you now. One second. They have to tell me, bro. <laughs> All right, listen. Don't come take it out of you. <laughs> hey, it's gone. Oh, I thought you were gonna put your dusty <laughs> finger in my mouth. <laughs> I was. I was gonna let you as well. <laughs> Imran's hundred percent gonna clip this one. Yeah. One hundred percent. Put it in there. I know it. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, what were we talking about? Um, you said specifically, and then we kind of no, gunned no, you a little bit. <laughs> no, First, just just for clarity, I haven't had broccoli in about five years. <laughs> Um, Sorry, go on. No, uh, but where were we at, man? You kind of like he said specifically, and then you gunned him out. Right, then, we, yeah, we're not finishing on that one. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast? Did say? Yeah, so so I was gonna say sometimes I don't follow the podcast; I follow the individual. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, if I know there's a certain scientist or a certain researcher that um, is probably going to talk about his or her area. I know that there's probably going to be little gems that they add in a different yeah. podcast, which is more relative to that podcast they're talking, you know, uh, talking um, on. So I might follow the individual yeah. as opposed to follow the podcast. So what individual is this guy? Um, if I'm interested in hydra- hydration sciences, yeah, there's, there's, who's the uh, top guys there or the guys that you would... Uh, they don't actually do many podcasts, but like um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a researcher that was at a university and then kind of, kind of moved all the way up to the point that he's, I think, head of like the thermal and mountain division in the U- u.s army um and his name's uh mike kennefick 
and he does all of the like he does all of the research on like load carrying, wearing protective suits, and how how much to the point of literally every gram of body mass or every kilogram of body mass should the individual try to rehydrate down to. Um, I'm gonna divert this conversation quickly because you just remind me you said Mount Ever- uh, mountains. Yeah. Did you hear about that Bengali guy who caught, uh, uh, climbed Mount Everest, bro? I did not. No, bruv, Google him, bruv. Is he lost? Or fasted <laughs> as well. <laughs> <Is he> lost. <laughs> yeah, first Bangladeshi to climb Mount Everest, fasted. Wow. I don't know if it's the first ba- B- Bengali to climb up the Mount Everest or Bengali to who's fasting to climb Mount Everest. Uh, there's two Bengalis, bro. Really? Yeah, bruv. It's mad. Sorry, um, so, so someone like they would have they would have spoken to uh, a specialist, right, or been through some sort of training before yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, they would have had to. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that you're, you're in that in that situation, you're dealing with. Kita hoy sov lad. Kita be. Hey, why they pixelate his face for, bro? Go back. <laughs> why they pick? Why they pixelate his face? It could be us. One second. Is it us? Four eighty p. What's going on? Yeah, that's true, bro. But you know what? Pause it for a second. Why wasn't he in Bata shoes, bro? <laughs> Mashallah, bro. That's crazy, man. So was it recent? Right, he's Bangladeshi, as in from the Desh, bro. This guy. MashaAllah. 23rd of... No, he... He, he done it in 2010. 2010 no, no, this is the, he was the one who's fasting, bro. What was that? Put in... Put, put, put in fasting. Yeah. Ak, yeah, Aki. Ak, Aki. Yeah, this guy. Oh, he's, he's British. Oh, he's repping the English flag as well, yeah? British flag. Get he that colonial stuff out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Can you zoom it in, bro? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. 39, my age. Inshallah, 38, actually. Inshallah. Five days after recovering from COVID. This guy's a G, bro. What is he on? It's that Nag, uh, Mr. Naga, bro. He just rubbed it in his gums. It's like climbing, bro. Inshallah, bro. Where is he from? If, if he's from Orgate, I'm going to lose my mind. If he's from Brick Lane... Where's he from? Hey, what would he say? What would he say if he's from Brick Lane, bro? I go to climb at Everest, isn't he? I'm going to do the mountaining. <laughs> he, cl- he climbed Kilimanjaro, Mont Blanc, the highest mountain in Africa. This guy's a mountaineer, yeah? Inshallah, bro. Where is he from, though? Where, where, where in England is he from? Huh? Oldham. Oh, Oldham. Oh, okay, he's definitely rough from London. Us London mans are lazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Mashallah, bro. That's, yeah, so shout out to, what's his name? Aki. Bro, is let's it? get him on a podcast, bro. Sit. From oh, all Damanda. They took, you know that when you take a picture in front of like a tree or something, you know the Bengali? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He took it to the next level. Don't, don't get twist, Arabs do that as well. <laughs> the freshies, they got to have some flowers in the yeah, background yeah, and stuff, yeah, innit? Yeah. Uh, Zach, take, take his name down, see if we can get him on, bro. Yeah, that. That'd be good. That story would be amazing. That would like. be amazing, yeah. I watched actually, um, what did I watch recently? That uh, Gurkha, uh, the um, Tibetan guy. Is it Tibet? Where the Gurkhas from? No, Nepal. So this guy climbed, but you have to watch this on Netflix. He climbed 11 peaks in six, it's never been done. Uh, just Google him, bro. Do you ever work with people like this? I haven't personally, but, it, but like the, we've, the industry we've got them in the lab. Like right. the, same, the same heat chamber that I use, that heat chamber can mimic altitude. Right, so this guy actually went, uh, just go to Netflix, uh, it's a Netflix documentary. 14 peaks. 14 peaks, bro. They had to do, they had to, they done like, um, less than a year. 
Yeah, in less than a year. It was like, he, he climbed one mountain in, a, in, in 24 hours, bro. He's like some, some ridiculous strength. Crazy, bro. Mental yeah. strength as well. Yeah, and what, yeah. what he said was, he goes, every guy that, the, every non Nepalese guy that's climbed up had a Nepalese guy show him the way. But they never get, no one knows who that guy is. You understand? <laughs> the, the Sherpas. Because when they, when you see, when, mm. they, when they climb the mountains, it's always the Sherpas that are with them, mm -hmm, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But they never get the notoriety, bro. It's crazy. And he even said it at the end of the documentary, he said, yeah. um, he said that if I was in the, if I was white, yeah, he goes, this would have international news. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But Obviously, I felt, I felt bad for him, bro. Make it much more viral, won't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so well, um, so you listen to guys that are specifically yeah, yeah, to do was, with your industry. Yeah, um, I don't, like it's it's quite rare that I venture out of. That to be honest, so, don't try it, bro. No, no, I, come I'm, on. I'm, uh, you said to me you watch, uh, yeah, so, so YouTube videos, okay, 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 yeah, okay, yeah, okay. different. Like, <laughs> I, I don't actually listen to podcasts very much, like, I, I can think of probably three apart or from four. this one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> um, but it's, it's one of those things I feel like, um, there's certain times you want dead time, and yeah. dead time is like when you're you know, you're watching something for a yeah. when you don't mind, and like you, you've kind of set out that you're not going to do anything productive yeah. in that particular period yeah. of time, right? And with YouTube, I feel like generally who I subscribe to is more like a, I, I can't, I don't know if I can quantify it, but like nearly three quarters of their stuff is, is stuff that I really want to see. Or okay. I'm probably going to want to see it at some point, like say for later or something like that. Right, right, right. And if I find like, for example, maybe 10% is of what is of interest to me, then I watch them enough for it to probably pop up on my homepage. Mm if there's any other related stuff I'm not really interested so it's not really worth subscribing to right, right, yeah, right. So I'm trying to say so like I don't know like I, I watch reaction videos there, there'll be a guy who watches that specific show right uh, I love Rick and Morty for example right okay yeah. yeah he watches Rick and Morty but he watches like 25 anime shows that I don't give a crap about right okay so I'm not subscribing to but you're an anime guy though nah <laughs> oh, okay, I thought I'm you were not, an anime no, no, guy. No, the opposite. Like, that's what I'm saying. You don't like anime. Yeah, so that, that well, I, I haven't really watched anime enough to, to say I like it or not, but it was the it's fact banging, that, bro. It's banging. No, no, yeah. you're a nerd, bro. It's Seriously, banging. I tried watching it. I was like, you know what? <laughs> watching it, bro. It's banging. It's banging. Bro, well, like, the stories are so convoluted. <laughs> you're a hater, bro. I'm not a hater, bro. No, you just, you just, you just haven't seen it enough. That's what it is. Fair enough. <laughs> Why would I watch something that I don't want to watch? No, you don't know if you don't like it if you haven't watched it. I have watched it. I watched Attack on Titans. Apparently that's supposed to be really that's good. That's banging, bro. That's supposed to be really good. That's yeah. banging. And now he's got saying, my kids so watching it, bro. In terms of like, reactions, right? That's all over my YouTube page. Is it? But I don't click on any of them. That's the, that's what I'm saying. And there's like five million yeah. episodes a season. No, it's yeah, like, that's like One Piece, bro. They've got like thousand episodes. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, and I blame Dragon Ball Z for this, bro. Nah. <laughs> Did you watch Dragon Ball Z? Nah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't really watch any of that that stuff. Okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, yeah. So, like, so for 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 YouTube, like, I mean, I remember like. I say 10 years ago, what in 2020, 2012, I say 2009, 10, mm -hmm. yeah. YouTube was practically, like, I, 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 don't, I don't think I even watched YouTube in 2010, 2009, no, 2008, really, 2009. Yeah. I think YouTube started in 2005. And then, yeah. but I really, I'm, I'm really, especially in our community, yeah, mm. there's a lot of creators now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah doing definitely. different things. But I feel like, there was this, there was a lot of dowel material. Mm -hmm. And then you have like, now you've got um, the whole husband and wife type situations that you got, which. 
there's, there's you name it man there's something there's something yeah so you got doing. that and yeah. people are watching that in in yeah. in droves bro it's like mind numbing the, the funniest ones are like the daily vlogs i've seen people do something like every day of ramadan right and you're looking at it thinking but if your life's that perfect yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be an insta anyway yeah 100 like, percent, bro 100 like you make it out like you just took a trip to Maldives and came back in time <laughs> to pray Lord, and then next minute you're in, you know, you're having like the the most amazing four course meal just before Maghrib, and then somehow you're still in bed by eight and up at five, and it's just like. Oh, I was watching this Algerian kid, yeah, on YouTube, and um, he was making shorba. You know shorba? It's like a Algerian soup. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. The boy with the Long hair, he's got a little bit longer. He's all over TikTok, this yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 I've seen it. Um, okay. But what is it with them chatting bare fast? Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's chopped up as well. Not, yeah, my brain because, was hurting, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, the, 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 the average viewer. Basically, basically, so basically, I went over there. Yeah, I did a video. Yeah, I did a yeah. Basically, chop, chop, chop. And it's yeah. like this. The whole, you know, the yeah, video yeah, yeah, is yeah. him doing this. But that's so that's, basically, that's, that is literally. I'm like, what? The, Why are no, you no, chopping no, it no. up this fast, bro? The, it's, it, the, the average viewer now doesn't have an attention span past like Take 20, it easy, 20 seconds, man. It? So obviously it's now like it's he's trying to, he's trying to like yeah. make you watch the whole video. And it's also, it's got to fit with it. Like back in the day, Instagram had like, what, a 15 second video yeah, time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, Twitter used to be 140 characters. Vine had like 15 seconds. Yeah, that's, well, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. So like everyone's starting to get in, getting used to like delivering content in. Habib is too much though, bro. No, it's, it's it might, But we need to get those guys in labs, bro. Seriously. <laughs> Get in there, put him in that heat chamber. Seriously. Country. And just study his brain, bro. Slow life down for the <laughs> Well, life is too much, bro. I'm telling you, man. But, and there's yeah. another guy, another guy. You're scrolling past. Don't scroll up if you're Muslim and you're. Oh, shut up, bro. Like, yeah, 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 I see right? that. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that. Shut <laughs> your mouth, bro. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, scroll I've up. Seen that. His eyes look like it's popping yeah. out. Yeah, like, no, oh, I'm scrolling oh, you up. Don't believe this. And also, I'm, out, I'm also, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I don't even know you, bro. <laughs> don't scroll up and then and then yeah. and what I don't like as well bruv yeah. yeah it's like Arab parents be like yeah. and he's wearing a freaking <laughs> he's wearing a scarf he's got a beard I'm like I'm looking at him yeah, yeah the role playing one I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like you're wet bruv yeah. you're wet and the thing for, for them is the louder I am yeah. the more it's gonna be funny but yeah, bro yeah 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 yeah. Stop shouting, bro. <laughs> you know what? There's certain ones that are that, really spot well. on. Yeah, um, some of them are spot on. Yeah. There's a Bengali one. Um, it might you might know. If 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 he oh no, nah, what's his I, name? I actually don't like. Well, I mean, no, he's he's cool. Like he's funny. I've yeah. seen it. But there's there's one that is that he does it the best. I can't remember his name though, man. Can you bring him up, bro? Ah, Who is he? Is he on YouTube? He's all over everything, man. Imran, do you know? He's an Ali guy, sorry. Yeah, I think it's Ali. I his don't... name's Ali. Yeah, I, I, Ali yeah. came to mind, but I don't know what the rest of his... But he's oh, yeah. done some spot-on stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, when I... when Chile, I. Chile yeah, 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 yeah. He's won like, quite a few recent awards, got married and oh, all that stuff Oh, this recently. guy. Yeah, I know what He's done some... Yes, this guy. This guy. Gotta put it on. Oh, this guy. Wait, there's one where he does it over He's not Bengali, though. He is. He's a Bengali. He's done one of a university lecturer and I was spot on. (laughs) (laughs) But he's got his own show now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He was on BBC. He was on BBC. He did one about when you when uh, when you work in a workplace where everyone's white and then another an Asian guy comes in. Fasting one, all that kind of stuff. Why didn't you play it, bro? 
Yo, find find this one on a university lecturer. Yeah, go on. Uh, he, he killed me on that one. I didn't realize he was Bengali, bro. Yeah. Are you sure though? Yeah, he's, de- yeah, he's, he's definitely. He's from like down south, I think. Though. Uh, oh, it's what's fun. his name though? Yeah, what's his actual name? Uh, is, I think it's Ali, uh, Ali Official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Ali Official. This is what I don't like, though. Should I vlog with my wife? Like, no, nah, no. nah. Don't do it, bro. Play the video, bro. Don't vlog with your wife. Don't do it. Should I vlog with my wife? Leave your wife out of what you're doing, bro. That's the same thing as like me bringing my wife to work, bro. Bro, why? No one cares, bro. First, it's, it's a headache, bro. She's gonna think less of you as well. He did. He did that parody in uh, the airport. Oh yeah, yeah, that was um, a good one. He did that? the one. The airport. random, random check. The random check oh, in the oh, airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been, he's been, he's been on one. a few shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah That's exactly. his, actually his own show, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did this one, but obviously, BBC and I don't want to. Oh yeah, like getting uh, yeah, taken yeah, yeah. down, bro. But yeah, if you find that, yeah, we ain't gonna that, find that, that video, are we? Type, type in university, bro. Can you spell university, bro? University. <laughs> it's like that, isn't it? Look at Ali official, bro. Look, Ali Bengali. Yeah, yeah. Take, take the Ali Bengali. That might. <laughs> I think Ali official university should do it, but yeah. Mm. It's probably on his Insta, but that'll probably be. Yeah, it's probably on his Insta, bro. Is he actually in the university? Is he? In no, his... no. He just mimics what what it sounds like to to listen to a university lecturer. And also, if I was to make sketches, you ain't catching me with a scarf on, bro. It's not happening, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. Anyway, yeah, we did try. Ali yeah, official, yeah. we did try, bro. Um, Try to plug you in, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not working. With worry. our two listeners that are gonna, <laughs> <laughs> they'll probably watch you anyway, bro. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, like, so, 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 so there's, there's that kind of being pushed in your face. But what, what for me was, like, what I use YouTube for is to learn, bro. Mm-hmm. And to listen to different conversations. Right, right. But I've been actually... I've gone into this wormhole, Ruboy, of uh, right wing. Okay. Uh, when I say right wing, yeah, I don't yeah, mean yeah. like BMP and stuff. I mean okay. American kind of conservatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that that they're coming on YouTube, yeah? yeah? Yeah. And to be honest with you, I'm the last person they want to watch their stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to sound it's going to be a bit... I kind of agree with a lot of what they're saying, blood. <laughs> I'm like, how am, I, how am I agreeing with a Trump supporter, bro? <laughs> Real talk, bro. Yeah, you kind of like because the information yeah. is starting to shift. Because yeah. for me, I don't. If you're if if you say what you're saying is, is right. It's right, isn't it? Whether you're left or right or middle, whatever it is. But anyway, um, now let's get into the brain. Okay, so I think we kind of spoke a little bit about it in the first podcast, but I think we need to refresh it today. Yeah. Yeah, we might. We might just. Yeah. Brushed up. Brushed up. Brushed up on yeah. it. So. What made you choose this specific topic to do your PhD in? Um, it's actually, it's, it's quite a personal story, actually, but, um, like... How personal, bro? Nah, it's uh, quite deeply personal because it's related to, like, a medical diagnosis, to be honest. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. right. Um, but it was, it was more to do with the fact that we train, trained a lot all the time, you know. Like, Are you still suffering from this? No, so, so I wouldn't say I'm suffering from it at, oh. at all, if, right. if anything, inshallah. Like, it's, inshallah. it's nothing that I, I know to, to you know, to Limit. affect me. Yeah, yeah, okay, life, okay. yeah. But um, it was one of those things where, you know, you start off, you study, you do the normal things that you plan on doing, but you, you love combat sports, you train, you come wrestling, you do all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, I used to suffer from migraines. I still do now. Right, okay. Uh, like, it's not normal. Every time I mention it to someone who's like a specialist in the area, they'll be like, you know, that's not normal, right? You 
probably got to get, get that checked. What, he, the, what the specialist um, says, or you say? Yeah, I mean, like, the migraines, when I tell certain specialists, they're like, you you need to... You need like, to how bad are they, bro? So I, 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 I get it probably two to three times a week. Well, regular? It's quite, quite, yeah, quite regular. And I, like, I, I so know... So when was the last time you got a, a banging migraine? Uh, two days ago. Serious? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a normal thing in my life. Like, I know... Like, I don't leave the house probably without some painkillers in my bag because I know there could probably be a time I'm going to get it. Um, my mum used to... Remember, Zach? Yeah. Like, Bro, she used to get off. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she would cover her eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. But she's all right now, isn't it? She doesn't get it as much. Well, hijama helps, doesn't it? Yeah, so she does like, hijama and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. like, it's not... I mean, when we were young, she would, bro, would, like, sometimes it's days, bro. Mm. Uh, mm. And... You, you, you kind of just feel, like... Basically, you feel like the rest of your day is done once mm. you get it. Um, but like, alhamdulillah, I've not, not really let it affect my life on that, that level, but it's just I know it's there and I know what triggers are there. So sometimes I'm like, oh, that's, that's your fault, right? Like you knew you should have done X, Y, Z. But as life goes, you sometimes don't do all of those things perfectly. Like um, what? Give me an example. So a lot of the time, for example, the irony is like I, I study hydration, but you know you haven't drank enough for the rest of the day you know you should be sleeping at a certain time because people with migraines have to stick to a, a, a schedule. If they sleep too much that day, so they lie in, for example, they're going to wake up with a headache. No guaranteed. way. Yeah. So like on a weekend, the rare occasional weekend, if I if I get to sleep in, I'm guaranteed to wake up with a headache. So what's sleeping in? Like, like as in, for example, you know, you normally wake up at six something. Yeah. But because you know you haven't got to go somewhere, you call it like 9 a.m. for your, for your yeah. wake up routine instead. So you wake up at six normally? No, probably. Or you have to wake up at six? No, I have to wake up at six for like whatever I'm Work. planning. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So if you decide to sleep if in... If I decide that... to wake up at nine, I've got a headache. Wow. Because I've changed the But schedule. how bad is it? Like, If, if for example, I stay... Like, if the headache makes me want to lie in more... It, it gets, gets worse. worse. Right. It gets worse. If I get up and potentially, with breakfast, potentially pop a painkiller or, or sometimes if it's not bad enough, like just drink water and get out and get some fresh air, it might, it might be gone. But, yeah, it's... I think... Migraines are one of those few things, and it's not me calling for a bandwagon of migraine support from now on. Yeah. People need, but it's more one of those things that it's a very invisible kind of pain that you deal yeah. with. That like it's, it's, I've seen some people get really bad from it and have to go home and stuff from work and stuff like that. But I think generally speaking, it just it lingers in the background to the extent that you you really have to deal with it. Either take a painkiller or go home. It's one of them ones. Um, everyone gets it to a certain extent, and I think uh, it, it can be passed down. Um, in, you know, in families. So it's quite common that, you know, for example, if, you know, your siblings or your mum and dad have it, you tend to have it as well. So like, for example, my mum and my sister do have it. So right. it's quite, quite Did you, was it like, did you always suffer from it from as a child <coughs> or was it was there a point where you started So I, I wouldn't remember. So that would probably go as far as like 10, 11, 12. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which is kind of leads on to the story. At, at the age of like... 14 or 15 I had like almost a six day long migraine six days seven days whoa the, the usual routine wasn't working it happened during Ramadan as well um, and obviously naturally Ramadan is that change of schedule yeah. right um, so uh, it got to a point that I was just like nah this is too bad um, mom was like go any like there's there's no other way you can like you've been sitting in the dark you've had your painkillers you've done everything like go any there's no way you can, you know, leave this as it is now. Um, <clears throat> so they did a, like, as they would with something like that, they did a CT scan to be sure. Uh, and in the CT scan, they found 
um, assist. Right. Um, so d- depending on what the term that comes before the cyst, it's it it then dictates you know what's what's you know what that cyst is made of. Right. Um, but if you think of a cyst as a bubble or some kind of lump in 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 the the area, it can be on skin or anything of the sort. Yeah. But obviously, in this one was in the brain. Um, they call it an arachnoid cyst, which when I first heard, I'm 15 That's years old, I'm yeah. sitting in my ones, and I'm like, bro, I've got a spider in my brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but then um, uh, eventually, like, you know, the more I understood, and, you know, th- there was a neurologist that got in touch with me and said, look, this is what it is. It's basically a cyst which is filled with cerebrospinal fluid, which is the same fluid that encases the brain anyway. Um, it, is, it is fairly, fairly large, but, it, that, you know, it is most likely that you probably had it from birth how large um, is it uh, so about two centimeters in size so which obviously yeah but obviously for the brain that's, yeah, that's, that's significant size yeah um they would they were like you know we would have known if it was affecting you on a day-to-day basis we don't know migraines to be an issue but um where it is in the brain it would in it would impinge on certain nerves that would make your your facial muscles hurt so you would know if it was getting bigger um obviously with the way nhs works follow-ups weren't great yeah. um so I, I tried to make sure I had my regular MRI scans and stuff like that. I haven't done no development since that first one. Like and when was the first one? The first one, like I said, uh, 2015. Okay. Yeah, 20, 2015. So, I was, yeah, like I said, I was probably about 15, 16 when, when then. Um, you were 15 in 2015? I'm trying to remember now. Raw, man. You're no, no, no. Blood. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Right. What am I talking about? My maths is completely off. I can't remember if I was 15 or if it was, it was in 2015. 2015. Okay, because you scared me, bro. Yeah, no, no, you got my no. grade, bro. How old are you, uh, bro? It's, it's coming up now. How, how old are uh, you? For, right you're, now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 20, 26. What year were you born? 95. So what okay, would I be? Okay, so my sister's oh. age, uh, 26. 27? In this country, 26, yeah? 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna say red passport, but it's not red anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm 27. Okay, yeah, yeah. So 2015 is what? How many? 2015 would have made me 18. Almost 10 years ago, bro. That's bonkers, fam. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that would have made me 20. So no, it was when I was 15. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, because so it hasn't grown since then. Hasn't grown since then. Alhamdulillah, and that's that. That to me was obviously yeah, yeah, that was was big news. But um, the moment I came out from that, I was just sitting there thinking, but like. I'd be an idiot to get hit in the head again. Right. Right. Because you're, you're reading up stuff. Obviously some stuff will tell you you got cancer immediately, but there's other stuff you're just like, you know, something's there now, right? Wherever there's arguments about anything on the matter. Um, why would you do that to yourself basically? So, um, it kind of became a bit of a, a fascination for me. So in some ways it wasn't good because it was more of an obsession of what the hell it could be. Um, but like for a very long time, it, it kind of just, it, it went, but in my head, I was just like, I'd love to know more about it because no one really explained it to me very well. And you know, you're, you're 15, 16, you're sitting in a hospital bed and everyone's just kind of saying like, you're good to go. And you're like, but I've got something in my brain. Like no one's telling me what, what the hell this is. So yes, you, you, bit by bit, I think you become obsessed with a certain area because you want to know about it yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think for, for me, that, that kind of stuck with me for a lot of my education. I was really interested in anything, like anyone said anything brain related, my eyes would light up because right. I wanted to know more. Um, but you know, with, with that, I think what ended up happening is across my studies, when I first started in sports science, I wasn't really sure if I was going to go down that route, but I was intrigued in other things, um, you know, like 
weight loss and kind of stuff like that because you know naturally you get involved in the things that you're doing at the time but um bit by bit as i moved towards second third year of my degree and then moved towards like my master's i started to realize oh wait a second there's actually an avenue for me to push down this understanding of neuromuscular fatigue which is a fatigue that goes from the brain all the way to the muscle um because there's different types of fatigue but neuromuscular fatigue defines that that area of the brain to muscle connection but with time as well you get a development of techniques that can measure these kind of things you know once upon a time people are like you know what i can tell you're fatigued because your 76th jump is not as high as your 75th just raw methods yeah, right? yeah. but nowadays there's much more refined ways of doing that and that like moves towards the you know the areas of neuroscience and, and things like that which are areas i never thought i'd be interested in once upon a time but alhamdulillah i've now been able to to pursue so um I sat down with my supervisor who had kind of gone over a different area because my master's project was looking at, um, you know, risk of in infections for MMA athletes. Because I found that certain people that cut weight, they kind of report being ill after or being ill at the time that they cut weight or being ill straight after a fight. When you say ill, what do you mean? Like one of them? cold. Like, oh, yeah, no, oh, like, right. you know, like, you know, flu, cold, yeah. all that kind, of, that kind of stuff, right? Like, got the shivers, staying at home not jumping out it's after bit. the fight or after the weight cut so that's that's what i was trying to say it was it was either it was either like at the time of the weight cut after the weight cut or some have reported it after right. but that reporting after it wasn't as relevant because you're like well you just had a fight yeah. right so yeah. so you, you know you're not sitting there kind of worried about that and even me like even when we used to do like mini comps you know you just you kind of want to cut weight because you just want to cut weight you feel good about it right like oh, i feel like fighting now so you, you do something even i used to feel really bad like towards that period of time. And you can argue, oh, yeah, well, of course, you know, you just put yourself through a weight cut. Um, but it was about, like, why am I getting ill though? Do you see what I'm trying to say? Um, uh, so my master's project was on that kind of stuff. It was to look at like risk of infection. So we looked at things like um, the proteins that are around your, your mouth and your saliva. It, generally, they, they can kind of tell you a bit about risk of infection or risk of upper respiratory tract infection. But when I finished that, sorry, yeah, when I finished that, um, all right, so sorry, we had a technical difficulty. Um, so you were talking about testing methods. Yeah. Um, my supervisor got me in touch with another lecturer that was there at the time, and I mentioned this in the previous podcast. Um, I was potentially going to go to another uni to carry yeah. on my PhD research, well, to start my PhD research, but to carry on in this area of like infections and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he said, look, we have this machine here which can measure the pathway from the brain to the muscle in real time. Um, why is that important? Why is that important? Why would you measure the brain to the so muscle? So if, if you think about like, if you think about MRI, uh, it's considered like a gold standard in brain imaging. And yeah. I mean, uh, a radiographer would butcher me for that statement. But like what I'm saying is to the, to the general public, when they think of brain scans, you think of an MRI yeah. image immediately, yeah. right? Um. But if anyone that's done an MRI will probably have realized that it's taken them about 45 minutes to get that done, right? And then probably two years to get that on the NHS as well. Yeah. yeah? yeah. <laughs> so um, it, it produces high quality images, no doubt about that. But it took 45 minutes to get that image or to get those images. That's not a real time analysis of what's going on. So for example, now, if I, I don't know, if I pissed you off, right? I wouldn't be able to see that that change 
But yeah. it's 45 minutes later, you might be okay. And that last oh, image was I taken. Yeah. You see what I'm trying yeah. to say? So real time is important because if you're looking at, for example, I don't know, like if, if you're a sports scientist, you're in, you might be interested in ballistic power, right? Rapid, rapid movements. You know, the kind of stuff we see in wrestling. How would you measure the brain activity if it came out 45 minutes later via processing yeah. of imaging? So how would you even do that though? Yeah, so so that's that's the that's the interesting thing. Because you're in the MRI, how are you going to be wrestling when you? Well, that's the thing. So the MRI is now, you know, it's it's becoming much more refined. There's there's fMRI now, which is functional magnetic resonance imaging. You can do um, smaller level movements now while what, inside while, while imaging's being done. Yeah, um, it's it's not my area of expertise. It's something that I'm trying to develop. It's why I'm you know trying to visit Oxford and understand a bit more how how they do some of these things. Um, but with this machine, which is called transcranial magnetic stimulation, I might, I might ask you guys to pull up a video. You yeah. might see it. it's quite, quite fun actually. Um, but it uses um, a principle known as Faraday's principle, and that is, if you have enough fast-moving magnetic waves, it produces um, a- a- electrical conductance or electrical activity. It can, it can produce electricity basically. Um, so it uses that principle to, to make So say these, that again, so say that again. So if you have fast enough moving magnetic waves, yeah. if that frequency is fast enough, it can produce electricity. So like um, like an engine almost, like a... Um, bit, bit, bit like that, but like... You know those little... Uh, you get in electric cars? Yeah, so... so uh, not electric cars, you know those little uh, radio control cars have got yeah, the, yeah. the coil on the magnet in there? Yeah, so, so I mean, I, I don't know if... Like, I'm not an engineer, so... Yeah, no, no, I'm just thinking... How to okay? So, if the if the magnet if the magnetic waves are are moving at such a high frequency, but how would they move though? So you 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 need a motor or some. some oh, kind okay, of, yeah, right, to, right. To okay, I understand it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Um, so you have to create that. You, yeah, you need to create the energy yeah. for it to do that. Yeah. But at the end point, there would be some electrical activity. Right. Okay. Why is that important? Well, ultimately, in in this machine, transcranial magnetic stimulation, um, you have a coil. Yeah. You have this big machine that's responsible for generating that really fast-moving yeah. magnetic wave. But at the end of it, uh, the output is from a coil. This this coil comes in different shapes. Um, and that's the actual magnet bit. And you direct it on the head of the participant. Okay, That's nuts, bro. It's almost like a gun. Almost. Yeah, no, no. But, but the coil is a, a lot more friendly. It's either like circular shaped or figure of eight. Well, it doesn't look like a figure of eight to you. It just looks like two circles. But the inside magnetic rods are going in. So, a what does it look like? What is the can, what's um, it called? Bring it up. Is that yeah, one? if you just type in TMS machine, um, it should come up. But um, and there's another one which comes in like as a double helix like shape. So it comes like a yeah. cone like shape. Um, uh, no, scroll d- scroll down. Is it like this? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. It's literally the the machine I've been using. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, make it smaller, innit? So we can't see it. <laughs> go, go, go deeper, bro. Go deeper. Go. Uh... Well, obviously, I'm trying to zoom in, aren't I? Yeah. What's going on? I don't think you can do that on Insta, to be honest. You can't. Yeah. yeah. If you if you just type, they in probably can see it, but we, we, we yeah. If you type in transcranial magnetic stimulation or just yeah, well, I mean, some of these will do the job. To be honest. Uh, okay, I see that number. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So if you if you go slightly up, that one there with the just uh, yeah on one more to the left. Left, left. Yeah, that. That one, one there. Yeah. Let's go open a new tab. Open up, image. Yeah. A new tab. Yes. 
Okay, so that's that's what a figure of eight coil looks like. Right. right? Like to you, it looks like two two circular two circles, but inside there are magnetic rods that are basically inter intersecting. Yeah. In this figure of eight fashion, and um, that where th where they intersect is basically where the strongest current will be produced. Right. Okay. So w what they're doing in that particular picture is they're aiming it at a particular region of the head, and what we're trying to do is uh, our, our, well obviously our, our nervous system works off um electrical uh, electro, yeah. electro, uh, electrochemical um signals and the only way that happens is something called an action potential it's when you're changing the potential of energy right um but that can only happen via like for example you thinking of a thought or thinking of doing something and therefore that information is processed into generating more brain activity in a certain region then that sends the information to the muscles and then the muscles does it right yeah or the opposite being uh external environment you touch a hot kettle the hot kettle sends that information directly right. to your pain receptors then that information tells you to pull it away then you kind of say ouch after then your long-term memory tells you to never touch that damn thing again right. just right. Know, so there's yeah, a couple yeah. different integrating centers that are involved right um in the case of TMS, what we're doing is we're we're generating that current via a machine to make that muscle move or to make you do something, but you're not in control of it. It's involuntary. So if I want to make your your finger twitch, I can make that machine make your finger twitch. How would you know where to put it? So the the brain is amazing in the fact that it has a map. Yeah, bring up the brain map, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's called it's called a homunculus or a motor homunculus. So, uh, but wh why are you doing that, <laughs> Naz? You know, yesterday it's really strange. Yesterday, yeah, I watched a, a film, yeah, with uh, Robin Williams and Nicholas, uh, not Nicholas Cage. Um, uh, why is it escaped me, Mo? Robert De Niro. Okay, yeah. It's called The Awakening. Okay. Have you have you seen it? I haven't. No. So Zach, just open up a new tab, bro, quickly. Is it any good? It's about that is the word, by the way. So yeah, don't worry. The awakening. So this got to do. He's a neuroscience. Is a neuro. Um, this looks like a horror movie. No, no. The awake. The Robert awakening. De Niro. Ro Robert De Niro. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's old school movie. Bro. It's old. It's like nineties. Yeah, go down, Robin. Yeah, that's it. Scroll down. So awakenings, it's called awakening. Sorry, go to the Wikipedia article. So these. So basically, this neuro neuroscience uh, neuro. Scientist? Scientist, yeah. So he, he, he goes into this uh, Dr. Michael, Michael... I don't know if it's based on a true story, mm -hmm. but scroll down. There's a specific uh, disease that these people have is that they are in... Uh, yeah, they, they, they suffer from uh, encephalitis, yeah. So what happened was... What, they sleep too much? No, 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 no. So they had this... They literally don't move. But when you throw a ball at them, they just react to it. Right. And they and they, and, and they catch the ball. Um, I, I think, think it is. I think it is. Yeah, think yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. So this guy was in a sleep-like state for mm -hmm. thirty years. So as a kid, he started. Basically, it started off with. Um, so it's very close to uh, Parkinson's. Right. Right. Okay. So what the guy did was he he realized. So they thought that they were in a coma, mm -hmm. but. They were responsive. They're, they're, so this guy came in and he put he, he done some brain um, analysis. Mm -hmm. You know those what's that thing that um, they put something on their head and then they can see the brain activity. I don't know what the machine is called. Uh, but, um, it might be electroencephalography. Yeah. So what what happened was he he would touch him or nothing would happen. But when he called his name, he would see brain waves. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. So it's very, like, it's very. I mean, yeah. it'd be worth like looking into it. Yeah, I, that sounds but like an interesting. It's very interesting movie. film. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, it's all about the brain and how. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, I'm not gonna actually. I'll spoil, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, bro. Oh, but yeah, it's but it's a very interesting <laughs> story. I don't know if it's based. I didn't do the research on it. Yeah. Um, and it was completely. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really plan to talk about it today. I didn't watch mm. it for research, but yeah, yeah. it just kind of. Uh, that sounds like an interesting film. Very though. interesting film, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then he talks, then they gave them a, a drug. They came out of their, okay. yeah, their, yeah. their, 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 they literally came out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see that basically. Yeah, I want to watch it, bro. Don't, yeah, it's a good story. <laughs> it's a good story. So going back to your yeah. brain. Um, okay, so, so, so what you're map. looking at there is, um, well, you're looking at the brain in terms of right and left. And um, for those that kind of don't know or just need to remember, um, the brain works in a contralateral fashion. Yeah. And that is the fact that you know, your right side controls your left side of your body, right. and the left side of your brain controls the the, the right side of your body. And that's no probably, way! Yeah, that's mad. <laughs> so it's uh, it's something called the cortical spinal tract, and that's basically the the fact that the the, the neurons are traveling down the the, the right hand side, but at some point as they get towards the brainstem, they uh, they they basically go the opposite way, and they travel down. Some of them some of them will carry on going the same way. Um, but that's for, for different reasons. But most of them will intersect and kind of cross over. And they're mostly the, the neurons that are responsible for you moving. So if I want to stimulate, for example, your left um, finger muscle, I would I would uh, stimulate the right side of your brain at the specific region. And you know that's that for the fingers, basically. Yeah, so, so the way we know that is specific um, is because that, that right there, um, known as the motor homunculus or the, the, the mini human, is a, is a representation of... If we if we were to travel along the side of your brain, okay, each each region like include including the folds and everything, right? We call them sulci or and and gyri. But each of these folds. So can you bring up areas, a picture of a brain, please, bro? Because I'm very visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, of course, of um, course. Yeah. And you're doing an amazing job for the audio listeners. Um, <laughs> No, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm not being okay. sarcastic. I'm uh, actually being okay. there. Because I'm, I'm trying to do my best. No, you're, do, you're doing really well. No, no, you're doing really yeah, well. You're okay. doing really well. I just, just for the guys who are watching so they can this get like the visual. This where the comes in handy. Okay. Yeah. So. So if we get that up, yeah. So where where the pink and the yellow are intersecting, right? Um, so that the pink is the frontal lobe. So the, yeah. the pink is the frontal lobe. The, the, the front parietal. of the head, right? Yeah, so it's at the front of the head. Parietal, you've got occipital, and then you've got temporal. So without going into lobes at the moment, if I was to just follow the line of that frontal lobe from where it starts at the bottom, near the green, yeah. and then go upwards, right? I'm moving towards the center of the brain, aren't I? Yeah. And then that's mirrored generally on the opposite side. For, for the most part, the brain is symmetrical. Right. Okay. Um, when I'm traveling across that line, there are different parts of that that area that are full of neurons densely populated for a specific body part. Right? And as we get towards the, the center of the brain, it actually folds in. That folding in is then when we start moving towards um, deeper regions, the more distal areas. So for me to stimulate the quadricep, you have to the cut the head open. No, no, no. Oh, if, okay. you, if, if you think about like if you think about that picture that we had from Instagram again, like the the, the coil, the reason why that coil was different um, compared to the one that we saw on, on Google Images, yeah, is because that kind of coil is responsible for stimulating even deeper structures. Right. Whereas we can use that kind of basic coil to stimulate some of the things like um, like the fingers because it's more on a surface. It's more on the outer surface. So how did um, we find these? Out? We find these out in quite barbaric ways, isn't it? 
Um, it started off from something known as transcranial electric stimulation. Yes, I've seen which, that. Which was, yeah, which was a lot more... Type in transcranial electrical <laughs> electric stimulation. stimulation. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a lot more. Pain. Zach's if getting I, an if education I the today. Spelling right. You've got to give me twenty five pounds. Say, say it. What is it? Why twenty five pounds? Transcranial. Transcranial. Cranial. Electric stimulation. Hey, bro. No, you just press enter, bro. <laughs> you were done after you put it. Yeah. I love Google, man. Did you mean? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. <laughs> I don't know if, don't bring up any videos though, bro, because we might get banned. Yeah. I mean, you can even pull up a diagram to be honest, it's, it's fine, but. What, like this one here? Uh, no, maybe not that one. Like that dude there. Yeah, the, but the they one. actually cut the brain open, didn't it? N- no. Like no, initially, no. like, I saw like, or is that Frankenstein or something? Yeah, no, no. So but how did they find it out? That's so what no, I want to know. You can't do any of the live stuff like that. I'm talking about um, back in the day. Back in the day, the biggest ones that ever allowed us to understand how neurons work, or yes. how we managed to get one neuron to communicate with another, a lot of it was done with frog muscles. Oh, right? So okay. they, they dissected a frog, put them in certain solutions. I've seen that, the yeah. Exter- yeah, yeah, changed the external. You see it in some films as well, and they like, we try to show a psychopath's little lair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like, They've got like a frog yeah, opened yeah, up like, like that. Yeah, like spread out across the picture. Have dish. you done anything like that? No, no, no. It's not actually my background okay. like, area, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure some physiologists would have done stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the initial understandings of a neuron came from squid and frog fibers and stuff like that. Um, we're kind how, of, how confident though were they that because an animal works like this? Yeah. It would, it would work on a, on a human or they're just giving them some context basically the, the beauty of research is it depends on what's currently known in the area and you always just build on that um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a really famous like saying regards, with regards to science but science isn't absolute truth because the yeah. concept of absolute truth is a lie you don't know yeah. this is absolutely true it's the closest approximation to the truth like we just know it is it's the closest to what the truth is yeah. we're just trying to get there or on the right. road there and um I think a lot of the time with researchers, you go on what's available. And I think at that time, they just knew that the frog fiber was very anatomically similar uh, to, to the human muscle fiber. Um, could they then do a human muscle fiber experiment without ethical ramifications? Yeah, probably yeah, of at the time. So um, th- you, you kind of build off, I guess, the animal studies yeah. and then you, you go from there. Um, similarly, you see a lot of rodent studies for, for human brain yeah. you know, implications. But that's because, uh, ironically, like, the rodent brain is, is very similar in many ways to, to the human brain. So it makes it a perfect example of understanding. Does it exactly translate into humans in the same way? No, it's why it's called translational sciences. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to still understand when crossing over from the animal world to the, yeah. to the human world. Um, but I mean, that's the beauty of it, right? Like you're just figuring it out as, as you go along. I, I interrupted you, sorry. So you're talking about the... The deeper, yeah, yeah. The so, deeper, so the deeper cortical structures, yeah. as you can see, like there, as as we're moving. Um, so yeah, for the audio viewers, like as we're moving towards the the internal structures, of the brain or internal folds of the brain. Um, this is where we get to stimulating the the areas which are more distal or further away from the brain, such as your feet, um, your quadriceps, you know, your hamstrings, those kind of muscles. There, the reason why a lot of studies do um, the finger. Um, it's a muscle we abbreviate as FDI. It's because the the area of the brain that represents that finger muscle is quite large relative to the size of the muscle. Because generally speaking, if you've got bigger areas of the muscle or bigger areas of the body, there should be a larger representation of the brain which should be responsible for for triggering it, right? But for some reason, the the FDI, the finger muscle, 
for such a small muscle, the brain has a large area representing it. Is it because we touch and feel? Exactly. And, so and if you think about like- Sensory kind e of. Yeah. Exactly. Like um, if you think about all the muscles we have in our body, we've got all our basic ones, like your quadriceps, your biceps, but then literally the rest of it tends to be in our fingers in and fingers. our feet. I mean, sorry, in our hands and our feet. It's why like, if you think about robotics, the reason why robots look like robots is because they can't do the really fine movements yeah. that you find in the hands and the feet. When people recover from stroke, they find that they can eventually walk and do, but if you ask them to, to write a sentence perfectly, nice writing, that's the kind of skills that are taking a long time to come back. Right. Because the amount of neural information or neural coding and signals that are going towards that area required, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous amount. And the brain needs to kind of retrain to do that. Um, you know, it's kind of like, like, you know, when you talk about brain, yeah? And I, look, we're, we're involved in programming, mm -hmm. yeah? And the amount of code that goes into something that is yep. pretty straightforward, like a website, for example, yeah? yeah? yeah, yeah. Or even an app or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to debug that when it goes wrong. And um, so you think of, obviously, a, uh, the brain is a supercomputer, yeah? Yeah, on a different level, yeah. And for me, it always amazes me how... Where's this coding? Mm -hmm. where, does, where does it exist? Yeah. yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, like, like, where, where is the original script? Yeah, but think <laughs> about it, bro. Like, so, Because obviously, I've, yeah. when I make a website or yeah. we work on a... We've coded yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah. Matrix, bro. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to figure it out, you can go back, find, yeah. debug the code. But, but, right? but we, but we like, as human, like the whole yeah. creation that, against, right? against yeah. atheism, this kind yeah. of thing, yeah? When yeah, you look yeah. at... There had to be some sort of coding, bro. It's, it's got to be, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's crazy. You like, can't code, like, if we can create a, co a computer that codes itself, mm -hmm. then terminate a judgment day, bro. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. No, no, but even, even that, someone had to code that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, and, and that's, that, like, um, it's ironic because neuroscience back in the day used to be all about this, you know, understanding of neurons and yeah. dissecting brains and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Neuroscience nowadays is becoming heavily uh, focused on computer sciences and engineering. Yeah, yeah. A lot of former engineers are becoming neuroscientists because this is where neuroscience is. Like TMS, that machine right there, I'm having to understand signals in a way that I've never needed to understand yeah. ever in my life. It's that like machine learning, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah. we went to, me and Zach went to uh, a conference about before we, st uh, I think the first year we opened, didn't it? Mm, the business, one? that Google one. I didn't, go, I didn't go. Oh, you flopped it, bro. <laughs> Me and Hamza went, yeah, bro. We went yeah. to this room. Okay. So this room, they said to us, you can't bring your phones. Well, you can't bring your phones in here. Wow. Because what we're going to show you. You're not like you know that. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't. If we yeah. find out that you've gone on a social media mm -hmm. or anything, and yeah, we can actually. So yeah. don't come in here if you're going to. So. Mad. So I mean, oh, I actually was scared, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> you didn't come back after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. I was scared, so I walked this. in, and then. Um, they were talking about AI and machine learning, mm -hmm. bruv, they blew my mind. I'll give you an example. There was one piece of code, uh, one piece of software. So what happened, like before, when, when you've got, so you you you, you work with lots, loads of data, right? Mm -hmm. So you can imagine you pump that data into, into a piece of software yeah, yeah. and then that software's job is to help you dissect that data, right? right? right, right. So put it, so X against Y, yep. And then over time and yep. blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so there was this one buff. I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of uh, software engineers worked on this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So the BBC have massive. So think about making a documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I actually feeling it now. So, Imran, how much uh, we've got? Fifty, say four, about fifty video. Say f- f- about forty something episodes. Yeah, okay. all of that. Uh, the more episodes you make, the more video you have, right? So Imran's tasked in making clips. No, yeah. So Imran, what do you have to do? You have to watch all the clips, and then decide. Yeah. Like which clips I want to cut and whatever. Yeah. So what the BBC have, they have this machine learning. What it does is, if I type in Capuchin Monkey. Yeah. So is that what's called Capuchin? I don't know. I think it's Capuchin. Think it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like a species of monkey. Yeah. yeah. It will look through all the archives. Yeah. And pull out the start and finish times of the clip where that specific species is on camera. So if I'm a documentary no filmmaker, they that's how they make f- like the, these these uh, cuts, or looking through archives, for example. So if you were looking, you wanna I don't know, um, it could it could that uh, for example uh, historical figures. Show me all uh, the videos um, related that's to related that to Einstein, yeah. yeah, for example, and they'll bring all the videos of Einstein or whatever. So anyway, a few years down the line, they brought out this app called Google Photos. Have you got Google Photos? Mm-hmm. So. I'll show you, yeah? If you go into Google Photos and type in dog, try it now on your phone. I don't actually have Google Photos. You don't? No. Okay, one second. I'll show you more. Wait, it might actually be um, a pre-installed app. So watch this, yeah? Do you have a dog, though? No, I don't, but it might show your face, though, bro. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) So watch this. Emotional, damn it! One second, Zach's in here somewhere. <laughs> Emotional, <laughs> damn it! So look, dog, dog, dog. Hey, that's one of my kids, bro. What the hell? That's what you get, bro. <laughs> oh, oh! Look at this! Oh, no oh that's deep, bro. Where's the camera? Where's the camera? That's a picture of me. <laughs> Oh, Google's done a mad... Uh, but how did it... Is there a dog somewhere in this photo? Google's my day. guy, bro. One second. There's not even a picture of a dog somewhere in the background. Oh, I think <laughs> it's this fur here, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's this fur. So it does get it wrong. But obviously, yeah, it's... Yeah. It, and you know, where does this code sit? The it's code it, it sits in the cloud. Yeah. So you send the query from here. It it uses yeah. the machine learning. And this is what they were talking about. So yeah, they're using it so for... eventually develop that into Exactly, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. so that... Uh, imagine, so think about the brain. How we're doing it constantly, bro. That's, that's what I mean, yeah. And then memory back, going into your memory and mm-hmm. thinking, oh, what does a dog look like? And yeah. it goes back in... Um, and, and we're expected to add new things on a daily basis up until we pass away. That's nuts, bro. That, like, imagine is it true, adding though? new command lines until is you it, die. Exactly. Is, right. it, is this true? Um, exactly, you might be able to Google this, yeah? There's a certain amount of faces that we can remember. So your brain has like a number okay. and then what happens is you tend, so as you, so as you learn more, it forgets others. So the way Possibly. it works, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just type it in. That's why, like, you know, when you're living in a big city, yeah, yeah, up to 10,000 faces. Um, so that's why they're saying, you know, more than I need anyway. Yeah, yeah. no one knows 10,000 people, but, but think about the information that we're, yeah, 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 course, we're yeah. every day. That's why sometimes yeah. I think to myself, I know this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, yeah, it says ever wondered why you could recognize someone in the street but can't remember their name. Yeah, yeah. There's a scientific reason. Interesting. Uh, well, so when we did my PGCE, yeah. um, we had a a, a a memory expert come in. Okay. Because of, you're a lecturer, right? Yeah. So how how do you how how do you get the student to kind of pay it and and remember the important things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what he said to us, he goes. Your brain can only process per second, I think, it, I can't remember exact, a certain amount of items. Right. So for example, right now, you can probably, you hear my voice, Zach's typing away over there, the air conditioning, maybe you can hear people outside. Mm-hmm. So all these things. Uh, but what happens is your brain zones everything else out, but it's still processing that yeah, information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it decides to kind of... 11 million bits. 11 million bits of information every second. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So imagine it's processing it. So even though you can't hear it, yeah, yeah. like this is just, I'm talking about hearing, bro, let alone sight and, you know, you've got your peripheral vision, mm-hmm. you've got your... Mm-hmm. So anyway, he was talking about, he, got, he talked to us about this memory thing. So, you know, sometimes you walk past someone, you, you're, so yeah. he goes, what happens is, he goes, sometimes you, you kind of walk a certain... So I've met you on the street. Mm-hmm. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? I forgot. Then you walk, and then eventually you remember the name, right? He goes, yeah. it's like this little librarian. Yeah. They've gone, yeah, yeah, they've yeah. gone to the shelf where yeah, the name yeah. used to be. Yeah, picked it out of the archives. It's not there. Yeah. So what it's done is it's kept on looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which was like, so I was that like, is, subhanallah, that is. That is uh, Sometimes you just you go home, you're in your bed, you're like, oh, that's his name. Hey, it comes yeah. to you randomly. Yeah, as well, yeah, isn't it? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Subhanallah, bro. Yeah. Um, brain's amazing. It's, it's it's an amazing. So you getting to test the. Uh, you must be. Is it boring work, bro? <laughs> be honest, bro. I don't think there's ever been a day I'm bored. Serious? No. Because the, the data entry part of it and the collect, collating of data. Uh, there, there are certain times. There are certain times data is data analysis is mundane. Yeah. Right? Your, your eyes are drooping because you're looking at the same kind yes. of things all the time, and a lot of them are. So, for example, there are certain things we could potentially code for the system to recognize immediately. Yeah. So, for example, if I'm looking at an action potential that's been evoked from that machine, so I stimulate your bicep or your, your and I'm looking for the, the, the peak to peak of that, you know, electrical potential. I could probably code something to say, can you just search for peak for peak uh, every single frame? Right. And it would just give me a nice little line, sh- line, line graph, so and show me. Every- but there are certain things that we're looking for that can only be done by the naked eye. Right. And yeah, sure, we can compute certain things to, to make sure it's accurate in terms of what we're looking for. But we still have to set the cursors for, for us to, to see that visually. How do you, for example, discard anomalies unless you've gone through them yourself? Mm. So that's, that's the part that's mundane. It's, it's, not the, it's basically the worst bit. And who's measuring your brain activity while you're doing that, bro? Nah, there could be a perpetual kind yeah, of... Yeah, uh, they probably could. <laughs> probably could, yeah. And do you have an experiment on yourself, bro? Like have, most, yeah. science, most scientists do. So, yeah, no, no, no. You're, you're like so Morbius. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard it so bad that so I haven't... Do you know what? Don't, don't listen to the critics, no, bro. No, I, I like plan it, on seeing it. I do I plan on it, seeing bro. it. But um, I could if, if you ever need... Um, I couldn't bear to watch Jerry Little flop again on something. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever need me, bro, I'm here. Yeah? If you want to experiment my brain on that, bro. But you know what? If, if you know what the protocol is, then you probably say no again. Though. Oh, What's it? the protocol? Like you're so. going to die in two days. <laughs> 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 no, we need you for longer than that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a lot of the time, the reason why the protocols don't work, like when I went to Oxford and stuff, I, I always think... What when you say protocol, is, what the subject needs to... What the subject needs to go through right. for, for the experiment to work. 
And I was explaining it to the other lot, like, because I was thinking, you know, you guys do some crazy electrical stimulation. And they were, they were looking at me thinking, how do you get ethics for what you do? Like, and I was thinking, what do you mean? You guys are doing the more complicated stuff. They were like, no, they, what you sound is way worse. Um, and it's because our stuff is quite invasive. Wow. You know, like- I, When you say invasive, immediately I think of the back passage. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Immediately, you know he said invasive. In my head, I was like, the guy's probing people, like, bro. Hamid, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> Serious? I kid you not. No. I kid you not. Excuse me. I thought you were joking. No, I'm not. I'm not joking. So how many um, how many ends no, of salamis have you seen, bro? No, no, no. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't have to see nothing. Okay, alhamdulillah. So as someone else, the like the assistant does it. No, 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 no. It's not even. An they do it themselves. Yeah, you you are able to do your own your own probing. How how how? So listen. You, how? So you, you they they probe. Yeah, in the I, back passage, uh, then like you I'm make them run. The run. <laughs> That's long, like fam. I ain't running with nothing up my back, Matty Crease, bro. That's long. I feel like we're starting in, in the wrong. Like, I need to sell this a lot better. We're starting with the probe, so I was hoping we didn't. You said invasive, bro. Yeah, fair, fair. No. I, I, t- I, no, <laughs> I, I tend to not tell no. anyone about it until I say, "Have you read the participant information sheet? Is it all good yet?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, all good, bro." So, because probing is like in like on the footer, <laughs> like really tiny, bro. T's and C's, yeah, yeah, yeah T's yeah, and C's. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, like um, the the current project we're doing right now is, um, and this might be of interest to a lot of our combat sports listeners. Yeah. Um, we know that you know if you, if you go through rapid weight loss, right? You undergo extreme amount of dehydration. Um, like, without going into too much physiology, generally speaking, the only way you can get rid of that water is via sweat. Yeah. It's why most people use heat as the method to induce that sweat. Right? Okay, before we even get into that, because yeah. there's some people that listen don't even know what a weight cut is. Oh yes, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, yeah. why do people weight cut? Why is it like? Because, yeah. for example, I'm just. There are different weight categories mm-hmm. depending what. Uh, this is more combat sports, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there are different. Wa- Bring up weight categories, please, bro. Let's use the UFC for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Let's use UFC for now. Yeah, um. Yeah. So you got. Well, Zach's bringing that up. Yeah. So you got different weight categories. Yeah. Now, obviously, there are thousands of different types of body types, and uh, with UFC, what's a little bit different than uh, boxing is there's way less weight categories, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go to the the, the lightest one, uh, not men's one, yeah. So fifty-seven kilos. So they got so fifty-seven. That's one of my legs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you got fifty-seven kilos, and then the next one is sixty-one. So how many well, how many kilos is that? That's um, well, you got four in between. Four, and then the next one up. That's another. That's six. That's five. Yep. No, the next one up. I think it's four. Each is time. it four? Yeah, four, four, and then from 70, it jumps to 77, so you've got... Yeah, so there's some that jump quite a bit, yeah? yeah? So as you move up higher, they jump yeah. a lot. So the, 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 the lighter ones don't yeah. really cut that much. But that's because they, they struggle to cut, because they've got less in the first place. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. um, let's look at the hard one. So it's the 155, 170, the most popular, 185. Yeah. That, that, so go, go, go to that one, bro. So you've got 70, 77, 84. Yeah. So you, you've got um, seven kilos apart for so, both categories. Yeah, seven kilos apart. Now think about that, bro. Seven kilos. Yeah. Yeah. So. And most of them don't walk uh, anywhere near that. Exactly. So, um, so in your experience, so which, how much do people lose in fight week, roughly? So. Like safely. 
Okay, so so the safely bit is the it, Okay, okay. Forget that, safely. Okay, sorry, <laughs> so that's a stupid question. Just stupid thing to say. That's why you've made a living out of unsafe. people not being safe. It's all good. <laughs> nah, um I will be sorry. Roughly in your in your experience, how much do people lose in fight week? So fight week is yeah. what is it, Monday? It's it's kind of basically the five, six days before in, yeah, the so Saturday Friday, yeah. Friday night or Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, actually, they, they tend to to weigh in like a Friday night. Depends yeah. on the type of event, you know. Yeah. Amateurs tend to do like all of it in the in the same day, isn't it? Same yeah. Or daytimes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, on the same day. Um, but we've seen cases of like ten percent in one week. So what's ten? So if there's seventy, so if you're seven, you're seven 70, kilos, seven kilos in a week. Is that is that bad? Are you mad, bro? Do you know how <laughs> you started fasting? Yeah, didn't the the intermittent fasting? Yeah, yeah. In four weeks, how much did you lose? From a hundred and hundred and three to ninety seven. In four weeks? Yeah. What's that? Hundred hundred three to ninety seven. That's six six kilograms, yeah. right? Yeah. So you lost that in so a you month. Lost six in yeah. So Mike. people are losing more than that in a week. Yeah, but they're they're not fat though. No, 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 but. <laughs> But so think about that though. Think about that. Yeah. Seven kilos. And how would they lose it? Is it like sauna so? That's what he's gonna. That's what he's gonna so, talk about so, now. So, okay. yeah, so, so right, leave the leave the weights up there for a minute. Yeah. yeah? So, so they're losing seven kilos. So let's look at um, someone like Habib, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he fights that above. We know he's about two hundred pounds, and we know that ten percent for him is not even. Like it's way more potentially. Serious. It's potentially way. And this is the thing: we can never get access to that kind of data. That kind of data is always hush hush. Right. Right. You get the odd nutritionist that says this is what we did. Fair enough. Right. Like, but what I'm saying is a lot of these numbers are kind of kept because we don't know what they walk out, walk around at in yes, general. Yes. Uh, and once upon a time, fighters were able to IV drip yeah. back after a weigh-in, which obviously led to some controversies after one FC had you know a fighter died. Yeah, yeah. This is where things have become. So the, so, so the IV made it that they can cut even more basically. Yeah, because yeah. now they've they found a way to drip that fluid back into the body without needing to worry about palatability. The, the f- like, for yeah, for yeah, digestive it. system and stuff exactly. like that. Because the, the, and you're not you're not weaning it out either. Yes. Yeah. But but this is this is what's crazy, right? Once upon a time it used to be like okay I'm gonna diet ridiculously. Yeah. Right. And somehow I'm going to restrict my carbohydrates, even though I need carbohydrates to train. Yeah. But I'm going to restrict it anyway because I need to do this diet thing. Right? But people are advancing now in terms of understanding certain methods. So one of the most common ones that's coming out now in, in MMA, for example, is water loading. Right. And uh, I remember at some point, like there was a reviewer that responded back to like one of the things we wrote up in a paper, and he was just like, or she was like. How does water loading make you lose more water? Please explain that. And so water right. loading is drinking loads of water. <clears throat> right. Exactly. So there's this new method nowadays, apparently, where you start off the week by drinking a ridiculous amount of fluids. I'm talking like seven, eight liters. Can you die from that, bro? I heard someone died yes. from drinking loads of water. Yes. yes. And that's, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. A lot of these methods that are being used... We know what it's like in a gym when we're training, uh, when we do certain things that put our body at, 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 at slightly risk, we're just like, come on, man, that's, that's, that's the aim, right? This yeah. is how we adapt. Yeah. But at some point, there are certain things where people think they're doing it successfully, but are there implications? And it's probably something we'll talk about later if we get time. Yeah. But like one of the biggest things that people think about if it works is, yeah, but have they been able to do that multiple times? All these fighters that we talk what about, like all these fighters that we talk about going through concussions and all that kind of stuff. One of the things that we might end up talking about if we get time or maybe for another we will podcast get time, don't worry, is bro. longevity. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. How many of them last to do that day in, day out? You think about someone like GSP, then you think about someone like Carlos Condit. Yeah. Right? Two of the people in that division at the time that were amazing, but one fell off completely. Yeah. Carlos Condit was like a... Uh, I, he was a... He was a... He was a world was a t- t- title holder, isn't it? Yeah, he was a title yeah, holder yeah, at yeah. some point, but he just... Uh, even like Think of people like Matt Brown, right? These are people that have been in slugfests, right? But they don't come out looking very good after. And mm. Like Clay Guido, how many fights has he lost recently, right? He's in a slugfest every time, but now you're just starting to feel bad, yeah. right? So uh, we'll, we'll come to that another time, but like water loading is this concept where you drink so much and yes water is that uh, like i always say this to students when i talk about hydration just to like emphasize the point of water you eat a lot of carbohydrates and you might get a bit pudgy right but you don't die immediately right well hopefully not no, you don't die immediately like generally oh, speaking, immediately yeah, yeah oh there's, no there's no. no there's no like there's no carbohydrate that you can eat immediately at the spot too much of and then you die yeah, right? yeah, yeah. there might be long-term cons but water is the only nutrient right if you drink too much of, you can actually die. And if you drink too little of, you can actually die. And that's that's where people don't realise. Like, hyperhydrating can lead to cellular swelling to the extent that those cells can pop. So that you're drowning, basically. Almost. In, in your own skin. Right? Like what do you mean, bro? So your, <laughs> your cells pop, bro. Because if you think about it, you're, you're, like, you're putting water into a pool and it's got nowhere else to go unless you urinate. Right. And they don't go to the toilet. Is that what it is? some might not or you keep filling up the pool to the point that oh, your see. urination your kidneys filtering that are not keeping up with the rate that ingestion is going in so as a result like water balloons they're just yeah. expanding right and then eventually yes they can pop In the, on the flip side of that you carry on dehydrating yourself eventually what's going to happen is most of the water in your body is actually in the cells when the body realises that it's running out of ingested fluids it borrows from the cells so water comes out of the cells to make it back into the bloodstream so the cells start to shrink they do the opposite so being dehydrated means your cells shrink and being like um hyperhydrated which is why we don't use the term dehydrated very much because there's the the opposite of dehydration is rehydration but that's not a state you can't say someone's rehydrated it's hyper or hypohydration. Like you'd say with someone who's got high blood sugars, hyperglycemia, low blood sugar would be low Hypo. hypoglycemia, yeah. right? Not deglycemia. So yeah. it tends to be hypohydration and hyperhydration. Someone who's hyperhydrated is going through swelling. It's why you and, and, and the principle is like we can go on for days about What does it, it manifest like what does it look like when someone's so, so, so symptoms wise, water, sodium always follows water. So you can always see this, right? Someone who's dehydrated looks gaunt. If a fruit is dehydrated, it looks gaunt. Yes. You can see the salt is... Right, bring is, up Conor McGregor, bro. Yeah, so... That's an extreme one, bro. Conor, um, uh, TJ uh, Dillashaw as well. Look at this. Do you remember? Yeah, but yeah. that looks all right, though. Yeah, I mean... I, but look at his face, though. Yeah. Face. But in eight weeks... Now, bring up Conor McGregor, that? man. That Because he shrinks a lot, bro. He fought at 145. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah exactly. So if you look at Conor... But BJ Penn fought heavyweight. No, yeah. no. Light so, heavyweight, heavyweight all the way down to 155, yeah. right? Oh yeah. my god! Exactly. So look at that. Look at the face. Um, if you look at TJ Dillashaw, do me a favor. Can you bring up a picture of a rubber duck? You know those ones that you squeeze the rubber chicken, bro. Rubber chicken. Tell me he doesn't look like that, bro. Every time I see that picture. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. bro. That's crazy, man. No, but that's that's what I'm saying. So that's a mixture of. Oh, look at his eyes. Yeah. 
And it's, the skin becomes really it's, elastic it's, it's as well, isn't it? Yeah, you can start to see... You can start to see all these changes and, and, and funnily enough, humans, just like any other thing, like if they have water inside them, uh, sodium tends to follow with it, right? So if, if for example, something's really salty, what tends to happen is water needs to come with it to, to balance. Right. Right. If you have something salty, the immediate need for water comes in. Yes. Right? And that's because the brain understands there's a certain part of your brain, which is known as a hypothalamus. It recognizes that, okay, wait a second, inside this swimming pool of fluids and salts, there's too much salts to fluid ratio. So we need to balance that out. And it's something we've all learned in like basic biology, this concept of osmosis, osmosis and yeah. equilibrium. Those, those kind of concepts are, are, are happening on a daily basis. You like, you know, going to, to, to pee in the morning, all those kind of, these are things based on a body clock and the hypothalamus recognizing that you know what i'm going to release less fluids today because this guy didn't drink enough and we need to preserve whatever we've got left okay or this guy drank a lot last night so we're yeah. going to be able to clear yeah. out a lot of this and it's going to probably look a little clear because we need most of the water to go but we need to keep those essential proteins that's crazy bro yeah um and that's this this one i'm talking about so like this concept of water loading and where it came about from is someone's obviously known a little bit about renal physiology someone knows a bit a little bit about the kidneys when they came up with this idea and the idea was you're going to put so much water in your body that you're going to start urinating because that is going to be the natural response yeah. right and the kidney goes into to overdrive we have hormones known as um uh, antidiuretic hormones known as vasopressin and what what happens is these hormones, the release or the, the the stopping of the release of these hormones, will then lead to more urine being being excreted. So you can imagine someone drinking eight liters is going to start urinating very frequently, right? The next day they then go to six liters. The next day they then go to five, and they go to four. And then by the time it's like weigh-in day or the day before weigh-in day, they're on zero point five and then zero liters. So as they're approaching weigh-in day, they're almost on nothing. Yeah. But the concept is that they've apparently tricked the kidneys. I know I'm, I'm talking like quite basic here. They've tricked the kidneys into just constantly urinating. So even when they go to zero? See, even when they go to zero, they're still kind of working off what they thought was originally happening, which is clearing out the previous amount of water that they've put in the body. To the extent that you're probably frequently urinating, even up to weigh-in day, and then probably have urinated up to like your the max that your, your kidneys have, think they need to urinate the most of, which then probably means you're as dehydrated as possibly wow. can be when you step on the scale. Is there long-term damage to that, bro? That's what we need to understand. And that's what no one knows yet. That's mad. But it's, it's why, like, these are, only, these are only guesses, these are only inferences. But if you think about some of the things that fighters are known for, and this happens a lot with athletes, and I tell this a lot, but, like, Athletes kind of become irrelevant after they retire, right? So a lot of the time, we don't understand them anymore. We don't really know what they're going through. Someone balloons into, like, the fattest guy you've ever seen. Like, think about someone like, like Tyson, Hatton, right? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Tyson, oh, yeah, Hatton, yeah. right? The, the reason why some of these look, look like a mess, so yeah, there's there's natural elements like depression, not being relevant anymore, you know, all that kind of stuff. Dipping testosterone from overtraining. Completely the scene, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Big, bro. So uh, um, a big area right now is actually looking at concussion and, and you know, um, the, the effects it has on testosterone levels later on. I'm sure Amir would have yeah, a lot to say on that, on that particular matter. Um, 
there, there are so many things, but like one of them is like this constant weight cycling from going from healthy weight to like ridiculous weights that sometimes could cause massive changes in appetite regulation. And there's hormones responsible for that, which then means when you finally want to go back to normal, your hormones aren't kind of the same way they were when your appetite was normal, which then means your, your, your regular hormonal balance for eating and drinking has changed, which then means you can't escape that. And I imagine for women, it might be even worse because so, they're very, um, they're, they're, they're obviously they're, their hormones are way more acute, isn't it? Especially when it comes to the, their monthly cycle. Sensitive to change, exactly. Sensitive, that's it. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, we 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 ran a survey to look at the effects of weight cutting and some of the individual responses we saw were things like um, people missing their periods, right? Due to due to some of the and it's, it's irregular not, bleeding as well and all that stuff. Not, yeah. yeah, exactly. And this this thing is not known. Like there are certain sports like athletics which are known to be ruthless with how they've trained females in the past and females have then as a result had massive uh, appetite issues and they've also yeah. missed their periods. It's quite an it's it's an emerging area of research yeah. right now as well. Um, so hopefully more of that will get. Did understood. you hear about um, that af- uh, the American footballer Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, did you, did you, about did you read about the, the murderer? The, yeah, he killed. Uh, he, I think he killed his family. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Killed. Uh, he went into prison. Like he, yeah. ki- he killed. Then, then but there's a, so it's a long story. There's a long whole doc- Netflix documentary yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, there's a whole Netflix. But they're talking about did concussions result in his behavior change and there's a lot of other i think there's a few didn't they do a um, autopsy on one because uh, one it was, one aaron football yeah. was it aaron, it hernandez? Was aaron hernandez did yeah. he write it in his uh, will that, that he wanted his body donated because of that i think there was one um football player I, I, there's plenty of nfl players now that are coming out yeah with that they because they, they understand and this area is crazy right now so um yeah aaron hernandez was one of the first not one of the first but it's a high profile one yeah. of the most high profile cases where um People started to understand. Bro. How do they do an autopsy if he's dead? If he's not dead? No, no, no. He's, no, he's dead, bro. He's dead. He, 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 killed, yeah, he killed himself. himself. Yeah, he killed himself. No. Yeah. Yeah. So if you type in Aaron Hernandez... But if you Hernandez, didn't know who Aaron Hernandez like three seconds ago... No, right? I did. I saw it on Netflix. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't know he died. No, no. That's, that's, he killed himself. He didn't die, bro. Yeah. He killed himself. I swear he went into court. They took him into court. Yeah, yeah. After that. All of that. They killed... He hung himself, right? Or shot himself. I can't remember, bro. I can't remember. I can't remember. I only know of his case as much because of the... The concussion side the, of things. Yeah, right? because yeah. of what it implied. Yeah, what it implied. Um, but yeah, you can actually see, like, his, his, um, his autopsy um, is available online on Google Images. You can actually see what happens no to way. his brain. Yeah, you can see. So if you type in Aaron Hernandez brain scan, or, um, not sorry, not brain scan, um, brain tissue, you'll see immediately what the changes are, like, compared to a normal human being. Um so that that right there is Dr. Anne McKee. She's from um, I can't remember what university. Boston. Yeah, Boston University. That's it. And she's like I think one of the leading researchers as part of a brain bank in. Um, yes. Yeah, so if you if you zoom into that that screen right there or that picture right there, so she so she runs the CTE research. Can CTE, I quickly yeah. ask you a question before you go? In, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it true that there are some there are some uh, some tests you can't do apart from actually dissecting the brain, like scans. Yeah. So th- this, this was this, a dissection of his brain. So this condition right there, yeah. it's known as CTE, which stands oh, yeah, for CTE, yeah. chronic traumatic um, encephalopathy, right? You can only diagnose CTE once After a person's death, died. After death, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. yeah. Um, They're trying to get better at understanding it. Whoa, look um, at that hole in the middle of his it, head, what bro. What does that mean, though? What, what, right. what is that? So... Um, you're generally like what you're looking at in the normal 27 year old are obviously general intact brain um brain 
like anatomical features. Um, you can see the distinct change in colors from the top to the, the middle, and that represents like certain areas which are higher in fat and certain areas which are higher in just standard cells. Right? So the, the darker parts are higher in fat. Uh, it's the, actually the, the, the opposite. Part. The whiter parts are okay. higher in fat um, because they're, they're like all of these neurons are in, enclosed by something called myelin, which is the sheath of fat. And if you think about like electricity, fat is a, a massive insulator, right? Yeah, and yeah. allows for faster traveling of energy. So that's that's where you're seeing most of the fat. Um, the the cent the central region there, that's that that little line is just underneath where the the brain meets right and left. Okay. okay? Yeah, yeah. So that little line there that goes from left to right it's called the corpus callosum it's kind of like think of it as the the wiring bridges which connect the right and left together right, right? and just underneath that is something called the fornix um and then on either side you have what we call the right and left ventricles um th those those ventricles are where um the cerebral spinal fluid which is a fluid that so, travels around so the you brain. See those little, are, they, are they holes or yeah so they're actual empty spaces okay right, right. and the, those empty spaces are for the cerebral spinal fluid to travel in and out of oh, okay. and the reason it travels in and out is for various reasons it's it's amazing subhanallah so um you have the csf the cerebral spinal fluid which is responsible for kind of clearing debris so it's part of our lymphatic system. So it clears it clears certain things. It's not an area I, I know very well, but it's responsible for kind of flushing out some of the waste products and, and, and then allowing for a refresh. And this happens during like the standard sleep-wake cycle. But the other thing that cerebral spinal is, uh, fluid is really important for is as a fluid that encases the brain, if you think about the brain moving up and down, if it's in fluid, then it kind of takes shifts. that impact oh, and, it, okay. and it shifts, but it shifts slower because it's moving against uh, a pressure of... The, the or a moving against the resistance of the fluid it's in. It's like a water balloon. It's like going like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because if you um the best way to think of it is an apple in a jar, right? If you had an apple in a jar and you shook the jar, right, the apple would crack in various different ways. But if you had it in encased in like let's just say oil, oh. it would travel like slower, yeah, and it will still smack against the inside of the jar. Yeah but it will travel against the resistive pressure that the, the oil is exerting. Because it's viscous. It. It will, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So our cerebral spinal fluid is kind of doing that as well. It's kind of helping encase the brain so that it doesn't kind of just shear along the inside of the skull all the time. Yeah. Right? The reason those ventricles are enlarging, and one of the biggest things that scans or um, tissue samples tell us about in, in ventricles enlarging is that the tissue of the brain is what we call atrophying. It's going smaller which means certain parts of the tissue are dying, which wow. then means cells are dying. That's the, only, that's the only real way that ventricles can enlarge. I mean, it can happen acutely. So the ventricles you're talking about is two holes in the middle of the brain. Yeah, the reason why you're seeing bigger holes yeah. is because certain parts of the brain are atrophying. So what is that responsible for, that part of the brain? <clears throat> the central part? Um, it's a good question. I don't necessarily know the, the role of the fornix. Like, I don't, I don't know what that specifically does. Based on like based on what we know about some of the the specific changes they found for, for someone like him, yeah, I think it was the regions like the amygdala, the entorhinal cortex, the hippocampus, and these are areas. So the hippocampus is known for the creation of long and short term memory. Mm. The amygdala is responsible for pain perception, emotions, mood. Um, other regions like the corpus callosum that's responsible for the, the wiring between the right and the left side of the brain so it allows for refinement of information to travel across both sides so it means that everything you do is kind of in synchrony so what, this, this thing here is caused by a concussion is that why it's bigger his one yeah yeah so 
so what what they said with him is that he had I think it was stage three CTE, which is like the highest they knew at the point. And and the reason why is this they were starting to see in in the because there's there's more um, I think there's more images of his uh, deep tissue breakdown. You might find it as you scroll down. Uh, there you go. So that's that's actually his brain. So yeah, so you're actually Whoa. seeing you're seeing atrophy. You can see now how thin that that fornix is like how 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 small what? it's become it's that little um, yeah yeah it's normally much thicker it's like a, a thick chunk that that travels down but you can see it's almost like a hairline um in terms of in That's terms crazy, of yeah man. and then there's one more there should be another image uh, if you come out of that yeah there you go so these so which one um so i mean yeah let's go to that one yeah let's go to that one right um <clears throat> so, so you're looking at different slices of the brain. So, whenever they obviously take a chunk of brain, then they have this machine which like yeah, slices it. Like salami, like, yeah, yeah, pretty much, but in really, <laughs> really thin slices. And, and what you're seeing those little scatters of are is a, is a protein called um, tau. So, um, do you mind pulling up on another screen a picture of a neuron? Just, just type in neuron. <clears throat> so everyone's kind of heard of a neuron. Um, in terms of the fact that we know they're, they're, yeah, any any picture will do, yeah. So everyone's heard of a neuron. We know that these are responsible for um, transmitting information from either a neuron to a muscle or like to another, you know, output cell, right? You say everyone, but okay. No, no, no. But it goes everyone, you know. Everyone that works sorry. with you, bro, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, everyone's heard of neurons. It's yeah, we've heard of neurons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like those images are kind of like, everyone kind of uses them in emblems. Everyone's kind of seen them before. Everyone yeah. knows that it probably means something science-y. And a yeah, lot yeah. of the time, neurons are known for communication. Um, the, the part that's really important is this particular picture doesn't necessarily show it, but it, that's, that's, it's fine. But... Um, that, that line there, right? Like coming out of that branch-like structure, that line yeah. called the axon, right? Yeah. It's where all that information travels through before it gets to the final destination or the next messenger. Right. So a relay. Yeah, they are relay neurons, but ultimately the axon is like that road that it travels through. So if you pull up the... Um, yeah, so that, that, one's, that one's good. So yeah, we get that one up. But you can see in this, the first axon we saw, it was like a nice cylindrical shape. But in this axon, you're starting to see there's almost like these sausage-like structures instead. And remember, I was telling you like there's a there's an area of the brain which is more fatty. Yeah. Okay, so the area of the brain which is more fatty or white is because of those sausage-like structures. They're called myelin, and they're basically multiple wrappings of fat, so that when tra information travels through the axon, it travels faster through those. Because so it's basically like wiring. You've got the yeah, but these the insulation around it, but it's fat. Yeah. yeah, the rest of them are not insulated, and that's why on top of the brain we call it grey matter. And the inside of the brain, more inside, white is white matter. matter. Yeah. The white represents the fat of myelin. Right. The grey matter is all those branches that are not covered in fat. And what are they covered in? Nothing? No, they're just standard cells. Okay, like they have right. the standard cell apparatus. Yeah. So why is that fat important? Well, if we go underneath that fat, we're just left with that pathway of the neuron. Yeah. And what holds this neuron into this perfect, for example, trainway or railway for, for communication to go through are scaffolding structures which like certain proteins are responsible for keeping it upright right one of those proteins is known as tau t-a-u eventually when when a cell becomes damaged or when a neuron becomes damaged they become compromised and eventually they they go through a process called phosphorylation and they they kind of disintegrate from the axon and then they just form as clumps somewhere further away when you see things like that 
right? When you see tau build up all across the cell. So where's tau there? So, so it's, um, so if you so go, go to back the, to the, other, the picture, other picture, the salami one. Yeah. yeah, that one. Right. What you're seeing, what you're seeing there, those stains are tau. Oh, okay. They've used a specific stain to see what will bond to tau. And they're seeing all of that is tau. Right, that basically represents how many axons have disintegrated. Would, would that would that happen naturally anyway, or is it just only from concussions? So, so, so elevated tau is seen in Alzheimer's, right. seen seen in dementia. So that's that's the and this is this is where the issue. Well, I'm saying comes from in. a normal brain, uh, not in a normal brain. No. So, so you shouldn't see that at we sh all. We shouldn't see tau stainings on a normal brain at all. No, not even a little because, bit. Because the tau should be intact. Like no axon should be disintegrating. Right. That's not a normal process. Um, so, like, I'm not a clinician, so to speak, which says that there's no certain amount. But what I'm saying is, generally speaking, seeing tau in a in a, a histological finding of a brain generally represents that neurons are disintegrating, right. which is not a physiological process that should happen right really. if it looks burnt like hovis like that bro <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so if you got normal. if you got a toasty <laughs> toasty example there yeah then yeah that's a problem and that can only be that you can only see that this is after death after death yeah this is only after death and it's this is why it's becoming a problem because right a lot of these a lot of these signs you want to catch early right yeah but there's so much overlap of what concussions can do long term with things like alzheimer's Right. And that's where the lines are being blurred. We don't we don't know if it is it is it is it potentially Alzheimer's or is it the fact that it's accelerated because of what they've done previously? All of that is. Unknown. You know what um, Coach Jamil was telling me, Doctor Amin. Yeah. He was saying that because you know he's deep into this field of testosterone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he said that boy, I might be getting this wrong. Hopefully next time, next month when he comes, yeah, on, make yeah, sure yeah, I yeah. ask him. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he said to me that there's, there's, the in men the deteriorate. The deteriorization of the testosterone mm -hmm. is a correlation with Alzheimer's. So, if you if you if some the, 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 I think there's been some studies that you you can treat. I say treat, but mm -hmm. prevent. So because men are men because of our lifestyle, mm -hmm. our, our test levels are dropping way yeah, yeah. earlier than. So a lot more sedentary now. Exactly, exactly, and yeah. with all the hormones that are in our in yeah. our yeah. In, in, in our foods and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's gonna bruv, blast me after watching this bruv, because he's like, <laughs> bruv, you're, try, you're trying to be a doctor again, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But like, again, don't quote me on this. So yeah, next yeah. month, inshallah, I want to bring him on. Yeah. I'm low, low testosterone level and risk of Alzheimer's disease. Oh, there you go. So he was, uh, so I was correct uh, in remembering. <laughs> the yeah. yeah. So. Um, so again, like he goes, if if you train and you mm -hmm. and you keep your test levels high, even with hormone replacement therapy, whereas mm -hmm. if you get after a certain age, mm -hmm. and you've got re like for example, he said that why is it a taboo? Of course, in sports you shouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, for the sake of cheating. for the sake of cheating. Yeah, but um, he's saying that if you're diabetic and you're and you can't produce insulin, mm -hmm. yeah, and remember, no one's gonna slate you for trying. No to one's gonna slate you yeah, for yeah. for. Yeah, but, and, and the thing is, he goes. The problem here is, is when you start taking super physiological levels mm -hmm. of testosterone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if you try and bring try it live normally, no, <laughs> bring it back up to yeah. the normal levels. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. for example, uh, even for women as well, yeah. he talks about uh, uh, you know hormone replace, replacement therapy for women. Yeah. So Davina McCall recently was um uh there was an article type her up bro type in davina mccall hormone replacement therapy and she was like because of you know menopause he goes why don't we have um 
what's it called? Like uh, on the NHS, uh, the ability to have hormone replacement therapy to make that transition smoother, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously, especially at that age, lot, lot. Of, yeah, here we go. Yeah. So about menopause, uh, and actually, the the male version is menopause. I think is it menopause? And, and, andropause. Andropause. I think it's called. Yeah, andropause. But she was talking about that, like how hormones, and I think. Um, why do we talk about this again? Oh yeah, uh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah. So, um, going back to the, the, I remember reading a while back about there was a certain scientist or someone that had an accident. No, it was an artist. He had an accident. Yeah. So a brain injury, basically. Okay. That changed his personality completely. Uh, and oh, subhanAllah, it's like see if you can find it, bro. Um, he's, but. He wouldn't have been the artist he was if he didn't have that injury. Right, right, right. right. So there, there was like this kind of talk about like, yeah. um, even for example, bumping your head. Like we don't know like, again, I'm talking to you like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah? Say for example, uh, you had a, a brain injury. Like, I say brain injury, that's a bit harsh. So you had a knock. Mm-hmm. How unlikely is it that a, a sp- if you knock the brain a specific way, would it change your mentality or your the way like for example being oh yeah this guy was more riskier like he became way more riskier after this injury like he he took way more um risks and um so that that sounds very possible yeah so t- just explain to us a little bit about that and we're gonna wrap up now because it's almost mother bro yeah oh yeah but um yeah. Oh, bro we're definitely gonna do another one bro <laughs> yeah 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 100 yeah. sure. this guy apparently woke up a genius because uh he got hit. He woke up nine days later in a hospital. And then he just became like an art creative, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, talk, to, talk to, obviously you've studied the brain yeah, like yeah. one million times more than we have, yeah? So <laughs> talk know, to us, how, how could that something like that happen? The, the irony is um, like... And is that what happened to you? Is that how you no, got no, scientific? No, 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 I'll say, I'll say <laughs> <laughs> a few shots, yeah. yeah. Um, like we say, I say I study the brain, but it's, it's amazing. Like some of us spend our whole life only studying one particular mm. region of the brain. And even then we don't fully understand that. So um, like the only thing I can probably say to explain that is when undergoing a brain injury, depending on the extent of the injury, depending on the location of the injury, a, a certain part of the region of the brain will be affected. Okay, or uh, more parts of the brain will be affected or a larger area will be damaged or so on. So different parts will then result in a different response. Someone will recover from a stroke, two people will recover from a stroke and two of them will recover very differently because of what they've lost as a result of the stroke. Right. And this happens, this happens a lot, right? Um, someone is told they've never been able to walk again and the other person is just told that your handwriting might look different. Okay, so and, and the reason why is the extent of damage from them and the area which has been mostly affected. So in, in certain cases, like for example, being more risky, right? There are there are regions of the brain responsible for making you less or more of a risk taker. Yes, is that embedded within nature, nurture, yeah, personality yeah. and so on? Yeah, of course. But there are also certain parts of your brain which are responsible for allowing you to understand your environment and then decide on when to go, when to do something, when to not do something. Just earlier when we were talking about Aaron Hernandez, one of the biggest areas affected in, you know, pro, pro, um, I mean, retired pro boxers and stuff like that, 
and even NFL players, the amygdala, like that area responsible for processing pain. If that's dampened, you're probably going to take more risk because you can probably handle more pain. Whether it's doing physiological damage to the actual body is a different matter, but you didn't process it as much because you've got dampened sensations and pain. In On the flip case, certain people have conditions where they maybe have hyper-excitability in that area, therefore they feel more pain, right? So it just depends on the area. So if a certain area, for example, via brain damage has been damaged to the extent that, let's just say, that region in the amygdala is slightly atrophied, then they will be less sensitive to pain. Um, you know, and, and, and the crazy thing is, um, it's in every form of the brain. Like the reason why people found out different regions of the brain were responsible for different things is not through the best of ways, but like in old school neurosurgery, people just took out a certain part of the brain and they figured out later. Whoa! Oh, like when they did the uh, was it by uh, was it called? Um, uh, there's lo uh, lobotomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lobotomy, so, yeah. So you have you have for a mental for mental health mental patients basically. Yeah, uh, so that's not the correct term. What's the correct term? Um, psych pa psych so psychiatric patients so, yeah, psychiatric or yeah, patients, in psychiatric yeah. conditions. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, the reason why they found out, for example, a certain area of speech was specifically for speech is because when that area was removed, that person forgot how to say certain things. Oh. You know, like and. It, it, that's how neuroscience developed, right? We found out certain areas were responsible for understanding language or understanding your face and stuff like that because bit by bit, the absence of certain areas became yeah. known to how you responded. Um, I remember like yeah, a yeah. episode of House. No, we were going to ask him about that, uh, that episode that we had with Amir, how that woman woke up Chinese. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we actually already had that conversation. Did I think we did. I think we did. We might have actually we, no, no. We had it was yeah. Amir. And oh, it was it Amir. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, We did say we actually shared you out that episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. That might have been why I remember it so much. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I actually don't have the answer to that. Believe there was, there was one. I think if you can pull up, I don't know if it's going to allow us to show this, bro. But there was an episode of House. There's actually a few that's happened like this, yeah? yeah. When this person's having some sort of episode, yeah? Mm -hmm. And what happened was, he was talking, mm -hmm. and what he was saying, he understood it, but no one else could. So he would say like, uh, house, fridge, uh, walk, uh, snowfall. And the guys, in, he said like, can I, I need a, I need a drink. But he, he, the words that are coming out are completely different. And yeah. he, can't, he can't even understand. Yeah. There was another thing about, they can smell words or something. No, no, smell sounds. Hey, bro, don't play too much of it, yeah? Go back, yeah. White can sign. I'll call 911. White can sign. <laughs> it's proficient. Why disqualify the rush? I'm tabled. Hmm. Yeah, man's table, bro. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's, so that's, so that kind of like um, I can't remember. Very possible. Was, yeah. Did you ever, did you ever watch House? I've not. I've not. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've seen. Like, you gotta watch it, bro. Yeah. yeah I, I think for you, it'll be like quite interesting. I, I, uh, I've heard that it's got some. It really might be work for you, though. That's the problem. It might be <laughs> no, back. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think it'd be interesting, but um, but that's very possible. Like things like that are, are very possible. I, I don't know about waking up and speaking a completely different language as if it's not a learned. language no no I'm talking about um, accent bro but her accent her changed. accent was changed yeah. but I beg you let's just do it for old time shit, <laughs> bring it up I just feel like um, I, I, I find it quite <laughs> improbable based on my little knowledge yeah. that 
someone would acquire a new accent. That's impossible, isn't it? Yeah, I, I can't see that within... Mate, unless she's been to the afterlife yeah. and back yeah, and yeah, a new yeah, skill yeah, somewhere, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, but um, the, the, the accent is deep, though. Yeah, so I, unless it's something learned, she's already got it, and for some reason... There it is. What, you, you ready? So, dish and chips. Chips. I said that right? Yeah. Three and a half years ago, she was rushed into hospital with a migraine, which left her with a voice she didn't recognise. Do you ever worry, bruv? Do you ever worry, like, you get a migraine, you might? <laughs> no, I, I never thought I'd wake up Chinese. Inshallah but... not, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to wake up, he's like, me and my boys, yeah, we are in the shop, brother. <laughs> I have not actually heard my voice in the conversation for nearly three years now. Her initial response upon Have you hearing... seen this clip? Are we, re are we regurgitating something? Uh, no, <laughs> she woke up Chinese. This how, this how she used to speak. From a bank telephone recording... Good afternoon, thank you for calling. ...was to long for her old accent to return. Yeah, I'm not actually ringing about my policy, though. Um, I'm ringing for a quote. Do you still want my policy number? I know it's me. It's heartbreaking, though, like obviously. Say... <laughs> I know it's just that we, we... Yeah, all jokes aside, oh. I actually... Yeah, I... She, unless she's, she's pointing it on, that. bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't really. Nah, allow that. her, bro, man. Allow her, bro. <laughs> I'm sure she got paid generously for that. Nah, <laughs> but that's BBC England. You're deep, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. I'm, uh, <laughs> you can't just say the woman's having a go. Someone who's like studied the brain as well, bro. Your colleagues are gonna no, roast no, you after this one. Yeah. I am not a clinician. <laughs> I made no judgment. No, on a serious note, that I, I just find it physiologically improbable that you'd learn a new skill in the time you've been injured. But how's that a skill? That's lack of speaking English, bro. That's yeah, but lack of speaking English doesn't become a new accent because that's still learnt. So I give an example. Yeah. Could it be that there was a? It sounds Chinese. Yeah. But really, it's just what her struggling to. It's like someone slurring the speech almost. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm trying to say. Slurred speech would have probably been more reasonable of an explanation yeah. than being able to say all the words but in a completely distorted accent, which is why are you saying bro, distorted? She said, bah, actually, that's no, definitely Chinese, bro. Yeah, but, but what it I'm saying, be, it could uh, be I'm some... saying distorted because it doesn't even sound like a great Chinese accent either. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So either it's an accent. No, it or... looks like they, they came here when they were 18. <laughs> So it's not like they came here five years ago. So what I'm saying is... It's some like how people, in, when they say world yeah. and still... Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is that, where, where does that come from, right? That comes from, like, you've done it a lot. You've you used to say like, like that a lot. And then that's how your accent sounds, right? Because you try to learn a new language and your new language is overriding the, the way you've normally spoken. Yeah, yeah. How, does, how does that injury all of a sudden make you like that? But you don't know, though, do you? No, no. We, I don't think anyone could really. I mean, I don't know if anyone could really explain that answer. I, I just think, in, with my limited knowledge, I don't know if she can gain a new accent. Yeah. But gaining a new language is like almost impossible, bro. People try to do that on an awake basis and fail. Yeah, exactly. So, so how do you how do you knock out and come back? There was another one as well where um, well, this was in house and I checked it up. It was real, bro. Um, that they they can't forget. They literally remember everything, bro. And it was like a, it was that's a disability. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's very interesting. But their brain must be like massive, bruv. Yeah, I mean, it, it could just mean hyper-excitability in one area, but it also may mean that other areas are affected by it because uh, they're not. Hyperthemia. Yeah. Bruv, I don't know if this is like a myth. Could they remember being born, bruv? 
Right. Oh, that's a, that's I don't know if you can. Hair, because can you if, remember if, coming out of the yeah, literally and but seeing? But to assume that they would remember that is to then assume that their their brain anatomical features were that developed when they first came up. Right. That's why I think it's quite improbable that okay, things okay, like that okay. happen because the brain is still undergoing growth. Yes. And, yes, yes. You know, um, connections are still forming, so it's very it's very unlikely. Go down, go down, bro. The woman who can't forget. That's a madness. I take a lot of these articles with a pinch of salt, though. Yeah. People with HM can instantly and effortlessly and they immediately recall, recall what they did, what they wore, or what, yeah. where they I were mean, at, at th any time. Yeah, th I mean, there, there are there are people that have extraordinary abilities in, in many different ways. I think, like, if you, like, do you remember Big Bang Theory, Sheldon Cooper? Yeah. Like, eidetic memory. That's that's quite well known, you know, certain people yeah. are able to... To look at something and kind of just remember certain things. Yeah, it was things. Imam, uh, Sheikh, uh, Imam um, Bukhari. I think, yeah, is uh, it Imam Bukhari or is it Imam Shafi? Oh, Shafi, Shafi, yeah. yeah he, would be, he would have to literally cover one side of the yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, otherwise you just, yeah. yeah and and that's, that's an amazing feat. And I think it, I think it is, the, these things are these are possible because people are, have done it or are, are doing it. And there, there are more probable explanations for it, but yeah. they're not. They're not like within the standard deviation of yeah, what yeah, we normally of consider, course, you know, yeah. the average population. Um, you know what shocks me though, bro? People that are atheists and scientists. Like, how can you know, like, what you were talking about, the brain, bro, mm -hmm. and how uh, there's fat that covers that, mm -hmm, that bit mm -hmm. there, and everything has a purpose. It's the intricate details. Architecture, yeah, bro. And how can you think there's no higher power that has created that? It's, it's a belief, complex. bro. That's the thing. I yeah. think, you know. I, I um, think, yeah. It's it's that. It's a belief, like everything else. Like that's an area which is it's more it's more marred by belief. And I think, yeah. in in this day and age, anyway, like the reason why religion is questioned so highly is not just because of intellectual thought, but it's more to do with how does one who allows all of this or creates yeah, all yeah, of this yeah, yeah. then allow this yeah. to happen? I think then that's when the moral questioning comes in, the ethic questioning comes in. You know, think about all the things that happen in the world, and then they start to think. I want to believe that this is so unique and complex to a higher being, but then I can't believe this right hap this happened right now, yeah. and that's where and that's their all, biggest uh, argument. Yeah, it? but th then there are people that can explain loads of things like this, bro. So yeah. uh, let's end on on one thing, a little game, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> what's the game? <laughs> the game is just I'm gonna say two things, and you have to uh, pick one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's very. It's not a game. It's more of a closer. A bit of a right. closer. Finish yeah? it, let's go, yeah. <laughs> Alright, Batman or Superman, bro? Batman. Why? I like the idea that you can be a normal human being, have access to wealth and all that stuff, but you still choose to do what you do. To be a... Well, I mean, psycho. to be a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 like... You get to talk like this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got money, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, uh, chicken curry or lamb curry, bro? Lamb, lamb curry. Mm. What I, about you? I, I, I always choose red meat before. Yeah. Is it? Because red meat is delicacy. Yeah. yeah. What about you, man? Yeah. Lamb, Zach. Lamb, bro. Lamb. Okay. <sighs> Vegetable samosas. Oh. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, vegetable <laughs> yeah, samosas yeah, yeah. or vegetable patty? You know, from Greg's? Veg samosa. Yeah? Yeah. Veg patties are nasty, yeah. bro. <laughs> no, but veg samosas, but you know, every time, yeah. no one's ever ate a vegetable samosa <laughs> and thought, thank God it's a vegetable samosa. <laughs> yeah. They're always like, why was it not no, the meat one? Bob, I think it's, yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you, you, 
What's that? You think it's quinoa? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a massive potato but, uh, in there. <laughs> but at least, right, you got to take the bite and then you, like, especially if you're a guest, you got to finish it. Yeah, yeah. But to. no one goes out of their way to buy a veggie patty, no, man. You, no, yeah. But what about vegetable samosas? Who goes and buys vegetable samosas? I've never know. seen an Asian buy the vegetable samosas. Who's not Hindu? Who's not Hindu, bro? <laughs> Because that's a choice. They're vegetarians, yeah. They have to eat that. People still like. They still put vegetables. Don't say people, because those people don't exist to you. It's not that bad. Veg samosa. Veg samosas aren't the worst. They're not the worst. No, they're a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you buy disappointment because you want you want meat. Yeah. So so they're not. I feel like that about chicken quinoa, man. I feel like that's the biggest joke ever. Quinoa, by the way, is mince. Yeah. Chicken chicken mince is is a joke. Like. Chicken is already difficult to munch on, right? And you're yeah. gonna fool me into thinking it's lamb mince or beef mince. That's just all violation. right. All right. All right. What about this? Butter chicken or lamb karahi? Ah, uh, all right. Now we're moving to the realms of difficult. I don't know. I don't know these ones. Butter chicken is like coconut. Nah, 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 nah. You know, if I put coconut in curry, bro, I don't like it, bro. It's got a nice. Taste, I, I still go lamb karahi. Yeah. It's just based. Yeah, on it's lamb minute. You said you, right. you had a rule. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, next one. Yeah. Next one. Next one. Yeah. Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Or jujitsu. Oh, I'm gonna slaughtered, man. <laughs> I, I'd have to pick wrestling first. Serious? Yeah. Why? Because that was your first. Uh... Yeah, but I also think wrestling is is the basis of strength. I think jujitsu has always been: how do you use someone else's strength to, right. to manipulate it against them? How do you get the bigger guy, the stronger guy, to to fall into your trap because you're yeah. the smaller? One? But if you're already strong and then you choose to do that, yeah. You're amazing. So if you got wrestling, then you got BJJ. You yeah. ju- that's that's like u- ultimate. But I think having wrestling first just means you're kind of willing to to get into the rough of it anyway. Okay, cool. Uh, oh my god, I forgot this one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. Uh, BMW or Mercedes? I hate BMWs. Raw first Bengali to hate BMW. Yeah, bro. bro. I hate BMW drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're Bengali and you're driving, I hate you even more. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. Not that there's a, there's something about BMWs. And BMWs for boys. A certain percentage no, I don't like of BMWs, their drivers. Bro. BMWs for boys. There's always something about them. They always need to bog at you because yeah, they're yeah. just being like. Oh. I think Mercedes <laughs> are for men and BMWs for little boys. Yeah, so that's a decent way to put it. More classy, it. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More classy. Yeah, no, no, but I, I think I there's certain. Think are more classy. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think there's certain BMWs yeah. that have certain types of drivers. Oh yeah, for sure. So if you got a seven series, yeah, that's more of a murky type car, right? So yeah, yeah, it's more of an executive. Uh, I see thing. what you mean. Yeah, I just feel like there's certain people that go for BMWs. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't scientifically. They're in sales. They're in sales. <laughs> caught me in this. Yeah, they're in sales. But they do, they do sales. Yeah. Or, 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 they use a lot of gel. Yeah. <laughs> and then you smell the aftershave before you see them. Those guys. Okay. Yeah. Beach holiday or adventure holiday? You know, like uh, hiking and stuff like hiking, that. Hiking, paragliding. Yeah, I, that kind so of I, stuff. I'm not a massive risk taker. Not risk, paragliding, forget the risky bits. But, 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 yeah, I, I choose an adventure holiday over a beach holiday. Have you been on the. You were, you were away I was recently? In, I was in Cornwall recently, which is all beaches, but I, I love the hiking bit of it. Don't call the women um, like that there, bro. That's deep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they were really nice over there. <laughs> 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 now, 
call is beautiful, man. Yeah. I, I got to. London I heard it's really, really nice, bro. Is like, it sandy? What a joke. Uh, so there's pebble beaches, there's sandy beaches, there's all of it. Man. I, I've got a theory. People who go to pebble beaches are idiots. <laughs> Real talk, bro. <laughs> You gotta go for the side. The only thing you're gonna get wet and you get mash up feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, it wasn't necessarily a beach. It's like most of Cornwall is next to water. Yeah. Some areas have massive pebbles. Yeah. But that that was fun because stone throwing, like pebble throwing, yeah, is yeah, fun. Yeah. Right? And also, like, you don't get the sand in in different places. Yeah. So, but bruv. No, but the thing is, I wouldn't consider it a beach. Like no one's gonna be lying down there. No one's. Well, gonna we used to, bruv. Remember? Yeah. So you just call yourself idiots. And you're, you're coming, you know your feet are like this at the end of the day, bro? <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro, it's like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> you cramp yeah. up your feet like this yeah. and then... Uh, and then you know what's funny? You go there like, bro, bare times. Yeah. Buy, buy um, uh, sandal, uh, yeah, those, um, sandals or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those underwater ones. Yeah. Why do you... No. <laughs> okay, last one, last one. PhD. Okay, let me just rephrase this one properly, yeah? Okay. Would you rather, if I gave you a million pound right now to mm -hmm. stop your PhD, yeah. would you do it? Nah, a million's too small, man. Go okay. ahead, bro. No, 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 a million pound, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, everything that you've done. You know what the irony is, though? <laughs> I was thinking about how could I potentially stop the PhD and use that million to carry on doing research, though? <laughs> okay. That's smart. That's smart. Uh, you can't do that, though. You have to give up. All your research, and you, you have to start a new life. So, for example, right. for example, yeah. I'm an assassin. Yeah. yeah, I've been I've been hired to kill you, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've given me two million. Yeah. So I say, listen, it's my last job. I don't want to kill my last job. I want to go out. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a million. I don't want to see your face again. Disappear. And do not touch a lab. If I find out, I'm gonna have to like you know sort you out. So that that's the kind of scenario you got there. Yeah, but, or, then, but then on that premise, no, 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 no. If I don't take the mill, you're gonna kill me anyway. No, I won't, I won't, I won't. <laughs> Are you, you leave me alone? No, hold on. If you don't take the mill, no, no, no. But yeah. that's a different scenario, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, fine, fine. I see what you're saying, though. Stop uh, with the technicalities, bro. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if it, if it was the mill to not do research at all, or yeah. do it, then then you basically stripped away my passion, which then I'd, I'd decline. Serious? I would decline. No, no. Be honest, bro. On a serious note, I love what I do on a daily basis. So you're not for a million pound, I, bro. I would love, I would love to earn a little bit more and be able to, let's just say, well, I don't know, live a live a normal life where I'm not always having to. But the thing is, I love the travel bit. I love all of that. I just wish I don't have to. You know how like you just want to do the research about worrying about your bills and yeah, yeah, yeah. money. And, and, and I'm not being unrealistic. I just don't want it to affect everyone else's life because I'm making that decision. Yeah, that's so what I understand. The last yeah. thing I would want to do is make my decision. But if I could use, if I could earn more to make other people happy or like you know, start a family and not know that it affects their, the family and all that kind of stuff. That's a different matter, but mm. I would never take enough money to know that I can't do research again because that's kind of what I do on a. And also, you have to look bit. yourself in the mirror as well. Yeah, man. After I, that, like, yeah. if I got kids and everything, but I can't do any of the things I want to do to provide, then I'm just gonna be sitting there thinking. I remember uh, a few. So, um, should I tell this story now quickly? Yeah, go remember the guy who came and tried to buy the the business, bro? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're quite early on. Yeah, and he said to me. I'll give you, I can't remember how much he said. Uh, well, we didn't get the, to negotiations. Right. And he said to me, um, like, well, I, want, I want to buy a business. I want to be a partner, basically. I want to buy a third. Okay. Bruv, do you know how agonizing it was? But we just started as well. Yeah. So for him, he saw us and we said, look, you know, we know you're going like, to, he's basically betting on the future, isn't it? Right. So 
I just said no, bro. Like, because I couldn't, I didn't want to have someone who I don't know with me. It was almost like having an employer. But when you start having shareholders, bro. And it's not, it's not within your own. Yeah. Because there's your passion and there's someone else. Then then it's like taking research money, pay money from someone. And then they're dictating how you do your research and all that stuff. And what you research as well. It's why mine's like self-funded and I think I'm enjoying a bit more. But it comes with the stress of knowing that I have to provide all the funding for what I do. But if it was funded, I'd be expected to kind of slave away at the prospect of this is someone else's project and yeah. this is only what we were given funding for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so wait, you you have to pay for all your research and everything? Uh, for the uh, lab, renting the lab out? and uh, No, so I don't have to, it's not like that. I don't have to rent out a lab and all that kind of stuff. Um, mostly what I do is I, I, I pay university a, a base rate for the PhD fees. They then give some of that back for consumables and all that kind of stuff. If I can attract... From my research, if I can attract funding, then I can take from bids and grants, but I have to pay the university a base rate to be a student. Yeah, so student fees, basically. Basically, I just pay them the the fees for that course, so to speak. Mm. Even though they're not teaching anything. Even though they're not teaching, but the supervisor is one of their members of staff who's spending time with me. Therefore, and also they're they're the ones that are going to sign off the. Yeah, and you're utilizing their space and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, I guess that entails all of it, but it's like, it's basically like a course fees. Yeah, yeah, it's like cool. PhD fees are, are very complicated because yeah, either it's funded by the university or like a bigger agency. But like, I used to be jealous of that kind of stuff back in the day. But I look back at it now and I think, look at COVID and not people like the lab for one and a half years. They would have said to them, "You've got one and a half years left because the money still come." But for me, I've been unaffected by it. So you're not hired by the the university. You're so if you every bit of research, one day, yeah, nah, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. Okay. I, that's that's why I'm able to work along the side. Mm. Like so, so, yeah, so alhamdulillah, like in that way, I'm I'm okay. But in another way, it's stressful because I'm having to manage that while working. So, what would you work? What do you do? So, I'm, I'm at Queen Mary's University as a like a clinical researcher. So, okay. we um yeah we, we we take blood samples, bone scans, liver scans, all that kind of stuff of um like Bengalis and Pakistanis specifically because that's the project that they're looking at. Well, you're not paying attention. They're beginning. To, uh, <laughs> But um, I can't remember, bro. Yeah, they're basically they're, they're, he needs a brain at... scan. He needs an autopsy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got like three, four yeah. brains. Going as well, bro. But yeah, it's a it's a good project that they're working on, basically, to understand disease and risk factor of disease for that particular population. So that what they're doing is they're taking spit samples to find that DNA, and then from that they want to look at what that manifests into in like their physical characteristics, like their liver, the state of their eyes, bloods, all that kind of stuff. So my job is to collect that data. That's wicked, man. Jazakallah, <laughs> And that brings us to the end. And to everyone who's uh, stayed to the end, thank you very much. Make sure you hit the subscribe and notification and like button. And make friends in the comments. I'm joking. That's uh, that's not for me. That's from another uh, a podcast that I listen to. You mean you read it? No, no. Like, yeah, leave us a comment. Or uh, if you want any questions answered, I think we're going to try and do like maybe once a month. We'll do like a... Um, compile a list of questions that we can ask the specific guests or whatever so on that note it's from me and Nasser I'll see you on the next one